Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Ian. And I'm Mike. And thanks for joining us for episode number 87. <laughs> we introduced Mike last week on the podcast. Yeah. For the first time ever. I, but I, like nobody commented on it. Does that yeah. mean no one really cares if we introduce Mike? I just looked at the numbers and nobody listened to last week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Like zero? I think so. Did you post the episode? <laughs> no, nah, somebody would have commented. Somebody would have said that. <laughs> We'd have heard about that one. Yeah, nobody gives yeah. a shit if Mike gets introduced. Wait, hold on. Like, yeah. Why is there no no episode? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. only the patrons heard it. What episode? <laughs> like, yeah, we've been waiting for it to shut. No, it, like I said. It wasn't a record week, but it sure wasn't a slouch week. Yeah. So, so like I said, somebody somebody noticed it. Yeah. They just didn't comment. Mm-hmm. And that's telling us that no one cares about you, Mike. <laughs> that's fine. I quit. <laughs> maybe they got Now too, somebody's going to get mad they, because you quit. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I, don't know what they, well, I don't know what the people want, you know? Maybe everybody just got distracted when it was unofficially the Josh Anderson episode. But maybe that distracted him. But the only person I really saw that commented on that was Josh, Josh Anderson. Anderson. So <laughs> he's the only one listened. Yeah, but like maybe 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 Josh Anderson doesn't care about you. That oh, could maybe be. it's a one out. So I think so. I kind of like confused. I like that Mike says, and I'm Mike. But I kind of feel like maybe you should say I'm Beer Mike. I'm. I could do that. Yeah, I feel like that's appropriate. That's a dignified. Title I was actually going to do this. I was going to get. You, I was going to set you up for that before this happened, and then I forgot. I was going to actually text you guys this afternoon and say, "Hey, Mike, listen to the first two minutes of last week's podcast." Oh boy, which was literally just the introduction. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, and it was just where you said, "I'm Mike." I'm like, I think you should say, "I'm Beer Mike," beer. and I'm Beer Mike. And let, this, let me try it again. Hold on. And, I'm and beer speaking Mike. of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I are doing first call. First call. Yeah. You know the thing is, like, we can structure this however we would like, so we could do a first call. Hmm, that's interesting. Instead of a last call. Yeah, we can. Well, we have been lately. Yeah. Because it's like opening a beer when I'm ready to get right the fuck right. Yeah, because yeah. we usually <laughs> forget. Like that's the thing. And then like, yeah, usually we just want to drink a beer while we're podcasting. So, so sensual. Is it satisfying? I was. I like. I, I wasn't because I wasn't looking at him and I heard it and I was just like, yes. Because you know what's happening. Like I peed myself with lager. I paid myself. <laughs> paid the sale. Uh, anyway, I'm drinking a uh, Iowa Eagle American Lager, light, crisp, and refreshing. There it is a Chris Willie beer. C Dub says Iowa Eagle. I mean, you almost had to assume, right? Yeah. What do you got, Mike? He has a good. hot butcher roar of colors, courtesy of Joe Zump. Thanks, Joe. Uh, this beer has a, a lion like on a what do you call it? Like a, a mountain edge. <laughs> yeah, saying something. It literally says Hakuna Matata on the bottom. Of this <laughs> <laughs> it's a double IPA, and it's tasty. It definitely looks like a Lion King scene. Yup, winning, yep. winning. That's all the winnings. Is it good? It's mighty tasty. Did you say it was a double it's double, a double IPA? IPA? Yeah. Yeah, I pulled it out of the fridge and I was looking at it. And he's like, "What's that?" And I was like, "It says double IPA. This seems to be your beer." He snagged, like, <laughs> rips it from your hands. Like, he didn't rip it from my hand. I, I beat him to it, just like kind of, you know, sidestepped it to him. I was looking at drinking it. There was an unnamed ten percent oh, stout in yeah. there. It didn't have anyone's name on it. But was, where I was it from? It was from Missouri. Out. Missouri. Do you remember what it was called? Mm, it if had somebody, a weird name. If somebody can claim your beer, please uh, do so. Yeah. I don't remember whose it was. I don't know. It was from Missouri, though. Mm. Had a long name. It, it wasn't was a Derek beer, was it? Devin might have brought it. Did Devin bring I some don't beers? Know. I think so. I think Devin did bring some beers. Yep. Yeah. There's just so many beers. 
All I know is it was a 10% Imperial Stout from Missouri. Does I do not remember anything else about it. Sorry about your foot. <laughs> Sorry up? about kicking you in the face. Now you're fine. Uh, patrons. New patrons? Yeah. Do we Announce have, those? Do we have we some have two news? of them. Two new. Two new patrons. Give me one moment to pull up their Welcome names. Welcome to the party. Welcome to Patreon. So I don't know. What, you, what topic do you want to cover first today? We got Josh Weber. Welcome. And... Austin, is it Garrod? Let me see it. I got to see it so I can butcher it. Garrod. G-A-R-R-O-D. I'm going to go with Garrod. Would seem Garrod. Oh, Garrod. That would work. Like Jared. Garrod sounds like Garrod kind of sounds like the German guy is going to come and like fuck your shit up at it night. Garrod. I know that uh, he got in there and we added him to the, uh, to the Patreon and he's been in there playing around in the old chat. I think he was pretty active today, I feel like. On the uh, topic of conversation that we're going to be speaking about here yeah. in a little bit. It's probably the most active I've been in there in a while. Yeah, that's I what I was thinking. we had too. a 14-bolt guru in there, which we did have a little. Yeah. But I ended up having to tap out and talk to the pro. So that is who's new to the Patreon. If you're interested in checking out the Patreon, check your show notes. The very first uh, address, like web address down in there is the Patreon address. Welcome to click that and go. Check it out. That sounds good. Yeah. There's $10 tiers, the giveaway tier. Enters in for $500 quarterly. You can win $500 worth of goodies. Good stuffs. Um, but you can really sign up for any tier. Apparently, you can sign up for any tier you want. Uh, yeah. Like, not even a tier. You can just sign up to give any amount you want. Well, you want to get $3, record, you get $3. Yeah, every $10. It's not just a $10 tier. Right. If you want to get in at 20 bucks, that's you, two entries and right. the giveaway every month. Right. And even if you got in at 4 bucks. Yep. I don't know. Does four bucks does that get you in? I don't. Okay, the way I do $10 it, minimum for the, the way I do it is I go and sort it by ten dollars. Uh-huh. So everything under ten dollars is just right. You're in for the content. Ten dollars a month. You're getting your value at anything yeah. under ten dollars a month. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to be in for nine ninety nine. Hop in. That would be a bad, <laughs> a bad suggestion for a couple reasons. I feel like maybe a penny might get you some more. It, you know, it could. All I can afford is nine ninety nine, guys. Well, hey, we appreciate your nine ninety nine. You better start checking the couch cushions. Yeah, right. For your own, for your own good, I would go raid the parking lot. For I'm at, at the gas penny. station. That take a penny. I'm in there. I scramble in there, take it, and, and run with her. Hey, come back here. Yeah. Every month, every month, Mike's like. Take, take a penny. penny. Take a penny. It's kicked penny. out of every gas station in town, but he's in the fucking. But he's in pay at the pump. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they want to like they got your face your on the gas. Say that. <laughs> Are you Mike Wolf? And you're like, damn it, again. Yes. I love yes. it. Oh, that's yes. wonderful. So anyway, uh, that's the Patreon stuff. Uh, were you pointing back here at the mail call? Yeah, I didn't know when you wanted to do that. Uh, anytime you want. Do you want to do it before the 14 bolt? We'll talk do to it the intro can, here. That's whatever you want to do. Okay. Your home brain. Since you got that knife over there. Well, we left this. This was from last week. So this is it? last week's. So we got this in the mail and it says open during podcast. The mail. Oh, and it watch came, the beers. And it came from, uh, from Jeep doc. Jeep doc. Huh? Jeep doc. Here, I'll let you open it. Okay. I have no idea what's in it. All I know is I was told to refrigerate it. I don't know what that means. So it could be a cat. It could be. It could be a cat. You do need jello, to refrigerate those. Could be a jello mold. <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of funny if it wasn't refrigerable. Like it, it says <laughs> refrigerate, random. but like it doesn't need that at all. Yeah, it, it just threw it like oh maybe it's, it's beer, but it's like literally packing peanuts. Yeah, 
Is it just packy snacks? And Did you guys else? see that thing about somebody was asking about? Uh, it was Weighs uh, five pounds. You would think that's like a that's liquid something other liquid than. Weight. I hope it's lunch meat. Oh my god! <laughs> I hope not. It's just like, hey, make you guys some sandwiches. <laughs> Here's a sandwich. Shoot you sandwiches. <laughs> okay. Have you been here when we? Yeah, you've been here for a mail call. Yeah. When obviously, but have you been here? Because you were in on the shifter thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But you have you been here for like a random, we don't know what this is, mail call? He was here for yeah, the one yeah. after that, I he think. He was here for the 3D okay. printed things. Oh, yeah. Because all I'm saying is I open them that way because I don't want like <laughs> glitter explosion in my face. <laughs> so you're saying that so I you've, should move. Yeah, you've got like a bad spot. I mean, I could kind of, I'll point it towards I'll the corner. Right. But like, Steve. Okay. I just like, towards like, the corner. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't feel like Jeep Talk would do that to us, but you I never, mean, know. You never, you never know. know. You don't want to get, you don't want to get comfort. What the hell is that thing? Did he literally pack it with like warming or no? What is that? Dude, oh, he just, went to the, he went wow. to the top. What's going on here? Well, well he looks he like it's going to explode, so I'm going to move back. So he packaged it in the uh, soft, what in the hell? I don't even know what you got there. Uh, well, here, let me cut it. Okay, you cut it and open it. So uh, inside the box was more packaging. It is in the bubble wrap mailers from the post office. But oh, this is like a brick. What it is looks that? like a brick. Oh, is it a can? Oh, it's a can. Okay. It looked like it's a brick. A brick it, is a it is, in fact, a can. No, that's in the uh, out there in the fridge. Right. Make sure we label the bottom of this. So the shirt. I will. I put a paint pen. Oh, here's one right here. Look at this. Wow, that's packaged. Well, sorry. What the hell is that? Did you get a token? Did you get a gold I will coin? Show you in a moment. Mischief maker beer? What? <laughs> Prickly pear lager? What is that? I didn't know it was a thing. How does that? Who? What? No. Obviously, it's. You know what disappoints me about that whole situation that's going on right here? This beer that has her name on it. It's unrelated for sure, right? Oh, no. That is related as hell. Pretty sure. You're serious? I'm like 97% sure. Yeah, no, that's her beer. I did know it. This is her beer. I did know that she did part of her own thing here recently. Yes. I'm upset with her now. Jeep, you know that we love beer, but we didn't. I mean, because there's did no we Jeep get like, on this? Did we like a tumblers? I did you get a tumbler? Did we all three get tumblers? Well, there's two of them. I'm sorry, Michael. Oh, that's okay. Beer Mike doesn't get tumblers. It's fine. Always. This says, thank you for your support. Small. Or for your support. My small business. What well, does yours him? Dang. It's got the crawler oh. logo. What? And the Jeep Doc logo. Ah. Like, oh. But it's like in the cup. Yes, it is. It is. Well, how the fuck do we well, get some of sticker. those? Huh? How do I get that to me? No, it's like in the cup, though. No, no, but it, it's the, it's so it's their it's their crawler sticker. And then it's the Jeep Doc sticker. They're both vinyls, but they are then um, done under. Uh, look at the bottom. Yeah. Steel creations. I bet, I bet we hit these people right here, but they'll send it to us. Oh, I need some of those. That's uh-huh. cool. Sam. There's more. Um, what do they call that? It's not. Is it acrylic? Can't remember. What else is in there? I wonder if you can put those in the dishwasher. I don't think I would. There are. I'd be afraid of messing it up. There's instructions inside the cup. Oh, oh yeah. So right oh my god. This there's is more shit in the cup. Tumbler care instruction. Hand wash only. Do not. Not dishwasher safe, not microwave safe. Do you get things do in there with soak. Your, with your Interesting. You can't do anything. Do not leave at all. in hot car. Do not drop. Handle with care. Put in cabinet. Leave in cabinet. Enjoy. Put in cabinet. <laughs> cabinet. It's not for drinking out of. We got some more stickers of these new ones. These updated. They look like they're updated. Oh, look at that. What is a stinky chicken? I don't know, but I enjoy it. 
Stinky chicken, the Jeep dog. There's a straw for you. Oh, that's what funny. They came with straws. Look at that. Oh, nice. And then you got a medallion over there? I don't know. Check that out. What I'm not this? exactly sure what that's Moab, from. Utah. Trail coin. Is that from oh. Trail Hero, maybe? No, it just says Trail Coins established 2020. So I think it's a Trail Coin, like, a company. Huh. That he must have got. Yeah, that is, that's cool looking, though. This is a Moab, Utah trail coin. I'm going to take pictures of both sides of this and I will post it to the trail riders page tomorrow. Not today. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. People will be like, what's that? What is or that? Yeah. Do you got to listen to find out? Richard well, will know. Bad. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Richard. Pretty cool gifts. I'm not going to lie. Those cups, though. They're bright yellow. Those are insane. I like it. Um... So yeah, like these cups are like now all the rage and stuff. So yeah, there's lots of people that make them. Huh. I've never and seen. And they are. This one's pretty cool. All of his like, like it. vinyl stickers are so vibrantly shiny. I know they're I shiny. Them. He said he gets them from where was it? He said, "Is it? I can't remember now." He told me where they came from. I was like, "Yeah, we should get some of those." Moa. Moa. The coin's cool. Did you want to see it, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Touch it. Why not? Touch the touch the coin. That's pretty. Touch is it magnetic? Coin. No, my dad. I think it's actual coin. Like it's not like actual coin, but like it is. I kind of wish it was magnetic. You could stick it on your fridge or something. It's very pretty. It's like a token. A token that you just leave in the pouch. Leave in the pouch and look at it sometimes. It's actually twenty four karat gold. It's very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> One troy ounce. What if that was? That'd be- <laughs> oh my god! Well, Mike, you're holding a uh, sixteen hundred dollars in your hand. I was going to say that's a lot. <laughs> If it's the price of gold right now or not, I haven't checked in a while. It might be more than that nowadays. But well, yeah. I like gifts like it's this. It's definitely heavy. Like it's explode. it's weighted. It's yeah. like I don't know what it is. It looks like gold made of lead. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> looks like gold made of gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to really Jeep Dog's doing better than you guys thought. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so all that time he's been spent over at uh Bleepin' Jeep's place. Yep. Building that uh forward control that they got going over there. So, uh, yes. All right. That's our mail call. You got stickers on stickers. That's pretty cool. Should put one of those on the KJ. You should. Yes. Are you really already peeling one of those off? Yeah. He's a stick it to something. Put it like right there. <gasps> nice. Jeep Doc sticker going on the pow right there. It's almost level. That's pretty good for just no. It looks, for just, it looks pretty dang level. For, for just sticking for it to it, it's pretty it, good. No prep, literally. <laughs> yep. Lick it and stick it. Lick. I did lick it. I didn't. <laughs> I, I, didn't I did not lick the sticker. <laughs> I did not smell the glue on the sticker. No. You didn't you check it. You got a good sniff in there. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. So anyway, okay. We uh, let's do a weekly update. Ian, did you do anything at all that would be interesting to hear about? Nope. Nothing? I mean, I put the razor in the garage. Did you put your uh, your maintainer on? Yeah, I did do that. You did do it. I haven't mounted it yet because I'm not 100% sure where I want to mount it. How long were the leads coming off the battery? Oh, about yeah, 18, 24 inches? Yeah, somewhere. Lots of options. Yeah. So yeah, you could put it around somewhere. Yep, but there's but a nice little cubby up. hole with a computer um, right there, kind of mm-hmm. up in the there and then i was like yeah but then you know going back to our conversation on like mounting a plug somewhere right i don't want to i I, right now i stuck it down the i guess it's the front of the fender Mm -hmm. and it comes out like right under the razor and i'm like obviously this is a terrible idea but for like right now it works right so that way the cord's not running through the door Mm -hmm. so i can still open the door 
But I was like, man, if I mounted, I got room up behind the seat. I could just mount a plug or like get a thing to mount the plug to. Behind the seat? Yeah. So where's the battery at? Under the driver's seat. Oh, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yep. Okay. And I there's a little you. cubby with a computer like right up. I didn't know where the driver, where the battery's at. I guess I was assuming it was I underneath the front, nope. up, up front there. Nope. It's under gotcha. the driver's seat. Is there so. anything up front? Uh, there's a distribution block up front. Like under the hood? Mm-hmm. Quote unquote. Yeah. Does and the hood open? Yeah, I mean, you take the hood and it slides it and it comes off. Yeah. Oh, really? And then your coolant reservoir is there. Do you have a little boot there? For? Like a boot? Yeah. Like a trunk? Oh, no. Uh, Unfortunately, no. That's kind of a bummer. No. Like, I feel like that's a good spot. Like, there's nothing else there well, except the for radiator, the radiator and intercooler and the Oh, is it all kind of in there at the angle? Yeah. Oh, I get you. There. There's some stuff up there. Yeah. Oh, I get you. But there's no, like, other than electrical, there's like a. Seems like a good spot for a battery. You're yeah. trying to be British. <laughs> you British. You stop that right <laughs> now. There might be. You never know. Um, <laughs> I don't keep boots. What's under it? the bonnet? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was like, kind of getting at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I thought about mounting some kind of plug thing, like, down around the back of the seat area to maybe make yeah. that official. Yeah, you look on Amazon to see if you can find one of the little now, plugs you're talking about? That's as far, like figuring it out-ish is kind of about as far as I took that one. So, Did you get that done Saturday night? Because you were talking about, or Sunday night? I did not. That was oh, not. hold the I fucking had, phone. I had other stuff to put on. Okay. Did you do anything Sunday night? I did not. What do we do? Um, <laughs> well, I asked if you wanted to record a podcast. She's like, well, I kind of want to work on my razor. So. I was on my to-do list. There was like Mike's is now Mike is flustered. Well, there was like <laughs> Mike's done with this day. <laughs> literally, when I walked into work this morning, they're like, "Oh, how was your weekend?" I was like, "Well, it sucked." And they're like, "Oh, that sucks." Why? Like, why? And I was like, "Because I had like a couple things I wanted to do all weekend, uh-huh. and I got none of them done." I was like, "I got other things done instead of that are productive, but I'm not happy because I didn't get what I wanted to get done done." Right. I don't remember what I did. You sat no, your ass no. on the couch all day yesterday, didn't you? And no. watched Vice Grip Garage. No, because we went <laughs> to, we went and had a puppy training class. On oh, did you? Sunday. Oh, are you trying to make that him was, behave? Uh, yeah. yeah so far, was, class one was ineffective. Well, no cla- <laughs> class one was an eval mm. slash training class thing. But we learned a couple of things. Congratulations, to like your puppy is broken. On, but yeah. Your Daryl's been Daryling. The worst problem is we're telling her about like the issues and stuff like that. And then she's like, yep, that's very yep. normal for an Australian shepherd. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yep, that's, we you know, we just want to fix it. Welcome so, to the breed. Yeah. Well, I think like, you're on the right track. Yep. Do you mean to tell me in like a couple of weeks when I come over here, your dog is just going to like cordially invite me in your house? There's a possibility uh, yeah. with the proper training yeah. that could be the thing. It was wild to watch. Crazy. I don't know about like cordially invite you in, but definitely yeah. not like loses mind. you. Yeah. Hello, Michael. How are you? Can I offer you a beer? <laughs> he shows up in the door with a beer. Yeah, and he's like, he has a like beer in his mouth. I don't know what you paid for that class. It was it fucking worth, worth it. it. <laughs> he's got a double IPA. I'm like, did you teach him what kind of beer I like? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. We had a beer tasting class. <laughs> yes, for the pup. He can taste it through the can. Yeah. Wow. He just sniffs it out. <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, you punctured it, but that's okay. I'll drink it anyway. I just literally picture a dog walking up to like your beer fridge. Michael like this. <laughs> like, he doesn't like, grab it by the side of the can and hold yeah. it sideways. He literally grabs it by the ring on the top. Right. And like, just brings <laughs> it to, it to you. you. That would be incredible. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, so we did that. That was like an hour, a little over an hour. Uh, in the afternoon, then we came home and did some other shit, but I did not get to do what I wanted to do. Yeah, and we did not record a podcast. Yeah. 
So minor details. It's how it goes. We're here. Mike's pissed. He's like, I yeah, just wanted to record you know a podcast what? and eat dinner with my wife on you, Monday. You know what? That's fine. <laughs> I'm so. I'm, he was I'm gonna keep this short. Nobody needs to know about my Sunday. Was your Sunday the plumbing? My Sunday was plumbing. <laughs> okay, Mike's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mike would have been here drinking all of the beers. Yeah. He's already just hammering bush lattes. I literally got done. I would have made a good podcast though. Patty's watching TV. I opened up the liquor cabinet. She's like, "Are you gonna have some scotch?" I'm like, "Scotch drinks too slow." I poured myself <laughs> some whiskey and shot it. She's like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "I was in the crossroads for seven hours." I was like, "Don't talk to me." I don't yeah. want to talk. What were you doing? doing? What were you doing? You're the short one. Why weren't you in there? Right? She she offered help all day, and I was like, "Babe, I do not need your ass down in that crawl space." Yeah, <laughs> I don't need none of that bad juju. I don't need you getting stuck down there. None of this. No, I was like, "I'm yeah. so mad down there. You don't need to be there too." Yeah, that's okay. You don't need to witness my. It anger. is what it is. Uh, home ownership. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, we had the roofing guy stop by and we wrote him a check for a down payment on the roof that's showing up in a few weeks. You're having a roof that's nice house. and cheap. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's nice and cheap. Oh yeah. I, I, if it's anything like the roof estimate I got from my shop, I'm could've, sure it's nice and could've cheap. Could have bought me a nice, a nice, uh, nice Jeep with yeah. it. That's why. That's why we did our. <laughs> could have bought me a nice. Uh, yeah. Could have bought me a nice Miata with it. Nope. <sighs> I don't even want to know. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, you it's probably not, don't want to it's talk not about terrible. It ain't great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a roof and it needs a roof. And we knew that when we moved in the house. So it is what it is. It, full tear but off yeah. shingles. Sometimes being a homo sucks. Yes. They're going to do full tear off though. Yeah. Okay, yep. yeah. That's what you want. Yep. Full tear off. All nice brand new fresh. shingles. I think we got the 45 year shingles. <laughs> tear off. So tear off with new shingles. They're going to use the old ones. <laughs> well, they're going to tear them off. Ah, they're going to use shingles, sir. <laughs> you got a hell of a deal for yeah. them used shingles. We could have done the overlay for about $3,000 less. Yeah, but three thousand dollars is a zero grand warranty. scheme of it. Yeah, exactly. The shingle, the shingle manufacturer's like, nope. Yep. But so they're oof. gonna lay down new stuff. I, I don't yeah. think about roofs, but yeah, it'll yeah, be complete tear off down to the uh, down to the sheeting. And according to everybody that's been on that roof, that's a roofing professional, is like mm, sheeting feels great, so you shouldn't be having any problem there. I'm like, sweet. So right. we'll find out more when we get done, like when they get everything tore off, and find out if there's any soft spots or you know some kind of water damage of any sort. That they need to replace that. He said, as long as it's just a few uh, sheets of plywood, they probably wouldn't worry about any kind of extra charge. Um, he's like, we get north of 10 sheets and maybe we'll talk about it. He's like, but I just don't see it. Cool. Yeah. So we should be all in with our quoted price. Man, I literally Roofs. had one shingle. Like I was like, I saw yeah. it on the ground and I was like, I got up on the roof and it was just one. And, I'm like, <laughs> and like two months ago, there was a roof guy on my roof and he was like, this roof's in great shape. I was like, yeah, they replaced yeah. it right before we moved in. I'm like, he's like, oh, it's cool. It'll last you another 20 years. I'm mm -hmm. like, great. But then there was one on the ground. I'm like, why is there one single shingle? That came got blown I feel off. like I would call that roof guy back and be like, what the fuck? How much to fix that? Just one. I just got there with some tar and be like, done. You could. The thing is, it's in the middle. Like if everything's yeah. not the very top or the mm -hmm. very bottom, it's just like one. I'm like, what the so fuck? You take apart. Here? You could take apart like three or four like shingles around yeah, it to get to it. Sucks. If you I'm had just the, not if you enough. had the tab that came off, uh -huh. you could literally just fucking stick it back in some roofing cement and a caulk gun and just, just stick, stick the it back, tab on back on there. Yeah, I might. Well, there's so much overlay that nothing's exposed, even yeah. with the one. It's like a no. Partial it's just one of those. Can you, like, see, you can see where there's no asphalt. Like yeah. it's a it's a little black spot. Yeah, it's a little black. Yeah, but all it is is going to be visual. Yeah, more so at this than point, anything. yeah, yeah. But like, if yeah, it gets worse, I'll do something. We had about a couple it. before we replaced our roof that there was like a tab would blow off, and I'd find it like in the backyard. I'm like, yeah, and just yeah. literally like a fucking tube of asphalt <laughs> cement, and you get up there, just glue the fucking thing with slide down. it back underneath there, and just no, because it usually it's just a tab, like it'll break oh, right at the exactly. Right yeah, the it's thing. Not, it didn't actually, and fully it's literally come out. you just. 
Yeah. It's not like the shingle, you know, it's just that little square is like yay big. Yeah. Good as new. Because it's just a yeah. it's just a visual thing at right. that point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually seal because the other one's already stuck up under it. Yeah. That's funny. It's just a visual. Indeed. Yep. Roofs. That sucks. Anyway. <laughs> is this a roofing podcast? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> Everybody that's replaced a roof in, in their life yeah. is like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's one of those. This would be the dollar. cheap homeowner podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am paying a professional. I'm, I'm gonna hack it myself. I'm, hack it, job I'm not. Shit. I am not doing it. I could certainly do it myself. Like I don't even feel like that would be an issue. Um, it I don't know about necessarily by myself, but like I could definitely. I have the manpower to be able to get it done, and I've done roofing before. But it's one of those things. Is like I'm just gonna have somebody else do it and pay the money because it's literally gonna save me like two grand to do it myself. And I want to pay a pay a pro. Pay a pro. Mike, Mike literally has that written down as one of his things. Like, pay a pro. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you guys do it day in and day out. And if I have a problem down the road, I just go, "Hey, come fix it, dude." It's Send so weird. Warranty. I, it's weird to get in this mindset as a homeowner. I know that we're going way off tangent here, yeah. but but I can't work on my own Jeep. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to put a fucking roof on. You know what I mean? Right. Take the same day that I'm going to be two, three days that I'm going to put a roof on. Take the same three days off of work and work on my Jeep. It's so weird. Go that, like you get into this mindset, like, why would I call someone? Just no matter what, I'm going to fix it. And I'm sure a lot of guys get that way too. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, after that third trip to Home Depot, I was like, boy, I could have just called a plumber. I don't care how much it costs. Yeah. It's like, I literally make a phone call. It gets fixed. I write a check done. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm Sounds not frustrated easy. for seven hours. <laughs> yeah. And how, how much is your frustration worth? How much is your time worth? That's for me, thing. like seven hours, $700. So how much so like, a roof is going to cost a lot more than $700? A lot more than seven hours. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> but like for, in your situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. with a plumber. Now, lucky for me, my brother-in-law is a plumber. So usually I can buy by. But like I had to like doing little repairs like that. Like Jess um, went to go turn the, the spigot on the other day and broke the... It's been loose. It's been kind of weird for a while. But I didn't know exactly what the issue was. Yeah. Uh, but the splines had been... Uh, the splines <laughs> on the actual spigot valve... The splines that hook onto the handle had broke and she went to twist it to turn it on and just boop, popped off in her hand. And she's like, uh, this. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, this is broken. That sucks. And so I have to take apart that spigot completely to rebuild it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, nobody in town sells those parts. Dude, you should. Super it. common spigot, but those particular parts. Supply house. And that's the problem is we Probably. don't have a place locally that sells to the general public. Right. Um, well, I can does, get, though. Y'all really? That's where TV. I just went me. to. I just went over to Lowe's. That they Lowe's stocks that brand of spigot. I bought a six inch and an eight inch, which is the two like styles they sell. Mm-hmm. And was like, cool. I'll just buy both of these. Take them home. Find out which one I need. Tear this one apart. Stick it in all the parts in there. Call it a day. So instead of ordering the parts for thirty five dollars, I just bought a spigot for thirty five dollars. Uh, I get you. Just take yeah. it apart and use what you need. Basically, I think it's like maybe maybe it was five or six dollars difference. But anyway, nonetheless. I'll have a full spigot if ever I need it. And I'll have an extra because I bought two. I told Jess, I was like, I hope it's the six inch one. Because if it is, it's been fine all this time. It hasn't frozen yet. Because this is an anti, uh, like a anti-freezing, anti-siphon. It's, yeah. made, it's made for an, for freezing. So it, the valve is way inside it's the house. It's got frost valve on it or Yeah, whatever, it's got yeah. frost valve, yeah. And so, but the back one doesn't. The back spigot's mm. different. And so I was like, well, I'll just, if this one's a, six inch then we know it's good and i'll just take the eight inch that i bought and put it in the back so that works that's my plan we'll see <laughs> whether or not that'll work i don't know but nonetheless yeah like there's certain things i like to work on myself just not a roof 
I don't blame you one bit. Yeah. I need to work on my Jeep instead. Jess yes. was trying to get me to go wheeling Saturday. Oh, how about that? Wow. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and take a, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say you haven't done a goddamn thing. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Hung out with her. Go this Saturday or last this past Saturday? Saturday? You still want to fix your bushings. I haven't, I haven't fixed anything. That's what she said. She said that last like Thursday or Friday. She's like, so like you got written down here that there's a wheeling event on Saturday. I'm like, yeah, there's a charity wheeling event over at Badlands. She's like, so you're going to go wheeling? And I'm like, my shit's not together. She's like, oh. She's like, I just, I just feel bad that you don't ever get to go wheel. And I'm like, says the girl who sits at home with my kid like every day when I'm in recording a podcast, when I'm working all the time. Here's right? your sign. I married the right one. No, yep. that means you need to get your wheeling <laughs> rig done so you can go wheeling. Yeah, and I your know. wife's like, please go wheeling. Let me, tell like, you, uh-huh. let me tell you how hard it was to go to work this morning. As nice as it was outside, I was like, mm, I could just move this van out of the way, pull the Jeep over here and just start working on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'll get some shit done. And if I get everything done that I want to get done before Friday, then I'll take Friday off and do that. You still haven't found a place to work on to polish? No. Okay. Still looking. Got it. Yep. Huh. That's how it goes sometimes. Have you call a realtor? Yeah. I don't know. Talk to a couple of them. Yeah, they're they're can't find you I, think I, I think I got one. Let me make take some measurements and call you back. Waiting. Yeah. Left right. on red. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it's one of those. It's, it's hard to find something in my price range with the proper things I need. I need a 14-foot minimum door. And I need an office and I need a bathroom. And ideally, I need to be deep enough to fit a 40 foot trailer. Ideally. It's a huge building. It's a good size building. Yeah. So whether or not I'll get into that for the price range that I'd like to pay, which probably maybe 1500 bucks a month. Over $1,500 a month, I may as well just build my own shit. Yep. Yep. Because like the one guy, one shot that I looked Dude, at. for 1500 bucks a month, you can yeah. just make a $1,500 a month payment on a building. I know. That's what I'm saying. For like yeah. a $60,000 building or and something. And property. Oh. Yeah, I need property yeah, That's well. the thing is your, your property right. will not cover that. Right. And so that's the thing we were looking at one the other day. The guy was like, yeah, it's $3,500 a month. I was like, yeah, $3,500 a month. Christ all fucking And like, that's kind of common. Commercial real estate. Commercial real estate. The problem it was I also, think It was also 8,500 square feet. It was more than what I needed. Oh, yeah. And it yeah. had And it had all the things I needed inside. It had a bake booth because they painted in there. <laughs> it had an office. It had two bathrooms. It had two 14-foot doors. And it had one bay that was su- like the two doors teed in. Like one bay would tee into the other bay. So like I can have two semis in this bay, and then over here I can have a trailer backed in with ease, dude. And I'm playing like, oh my god! If, if I was you're going to do that, you need to hire a staff. I would have a staff. I would be hiring polishers. Yeah, you'd, like you'd be like a, a hardcore polisher. At that yeah, point. people would be, know your name everywhere. You'd be running a business. You'd be big one, legit. Yeah, be tearing. You'd have to be. You'd have to be running through three trucks a day to make that payment, though. Yep. Like, well, you'd have the room for it. Would you have the business mm-hmm. for it? Yeah, it'd take a minute to get it all ramped up, but yeah. It'd be there. So anyway, there's the thought I've not found it. Well, the only downside to that is a, I don't have it right now. I could, I could still make that payment on my own, but that'd be tough the first six months. Oh, absolutely. And then the other problem I have is, uh, something about it's zoned. The building is zoned weird. So like supposedly no automotive work allowed in it. The hell? I have no idea. That's just what the owner told me. Two 14 foot doors. No automotive work allowed. <laughs> yeah. Like you just, it was a truck's not it's, automotive. It's American Dell, the oh, sign company out there gotcha. yeah, yeah. on Hensley. I don't know why the building got zoned that way. He said he wasn't sure either. He's like, somehow it got zoned that way like a decade ago, and I don't know how. So you had to go stroke some politicians. Yeah, you had to go to the city and talk to them and do all kinds of BS back this, that, and the other thing. It'd be a sweet, like sweet little spot though. Would yeah, yep, yeah. So anyway, 
What were we talking about? You know about 14 bolt shit? We could talk about that. Let's talk about some off-road stuff. Okay. I should work on my Jeep. Yes. Oh. Uh, last call is going to be your update for the week, what you did to snow day. Okay. Yeah. All right. AGM. Yep. Okay. Ian. What? What the hell have you been up? talking about in the chat? I haven't been keeping up. Uh, in the Patreon chat, you guys are talking 14 bolt stuff. You okay. called somebody today? So here's the problem. Let All me right. start with this. Just just get her figured out for me. Let me ask a question. <clears throat> okay. It'll be a did you know, and this is how to lead did into you the know? problem. Did you know? Are we about to learn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you learned. That's why I kept asking questions to a couple of different people this today over this, because I'm like, I want to know why. I don't need to know that it's always a thing. Well, no shit. Clearly, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. I want to know why. Okay. And there, I don't think, is a why. I would love to try to answer this before we get the answer. Stupid. Did you know on a Ford talking 14 volt full float axle? Yes. Did you know that there are different length spindles? Oh, really? On the backside? What? I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. Wow. <laughs> on the back axle. I get what you're saying. Yeah, on the 4 and 14 volt. There yeah, are only back lanes. axles. Steven. <sighs> I got nothing. This is what we have. I no uh, this is going to go not well. Okay. I read the only, the only thing I read in that chat from that whole conversation was the answer to this question. Okay. <laughs> so I, I do have, know what the deal is. I but would have assumed they're all the same length spindle. I too would have done that. I have after reading the answer, it makes sense. Cut up a lot of 14 bolts. I have fucked around with a lot of 14 bolts, and never have I seen two different length. Spindles. Where did you where did this question come up? The problem happened when we tried to put new or old aluminum hubs on the new 14 bolt in the knockout buggy oh to go do race car things at crandon and went well these don't work too long too, too short uh they were too the hubs too were short the hubs were too short the new spindle is too short oh the new so spindle. you put the hub on and it no buenos interesting doesn't go on enough problem is you can't even run factory hubs where'd the new spindle come from break. the new spindle is on the axle like Why there's a whole the new axle oh i got you yeah, I forgot that he ripped new, in half. Yeah, whole new axle housing. Yep. So, problem is this axle's trussed up, welded up, ready to go in the buggy. Oh, God. Yeah. And those so, spindles are welded to the axle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they're a motherfucker so to get yeah. out. Um, so, yeah. So, then it's like, <laughs> you, well, we'll just run the factory hubs. Well, you can't because the aluminum hubs have a, you mount the rotor to the hub and then you run a welded bracket for aluminum brakes for like a four piston real wood caliper mm-hmm. on a lightweight drilled and slotted fucking fancy it doesn't line rotor. up the same okay no way no. offsets all the difference so you get a set of hubs that fit this axle that doesn't exist apparently yeah i mean yes that's the end result was we had to get a different set of aluminum hubs Ugh. So someone out there is like, oh, do you got the short or the long 14 bolt? And you're like, what does that mean? So apparently, the wide. apparently right. it's just how the bearing inside of the hub, the uh-huh. where the bearing sits yeah. is machine different. Because if you look at, I'll have to post these photos. But yes, you will. If you look at the spindle, it's literally where the outer bearing rides. That is the difference. So the length, like front to back, is actually the same. It's where the bearing, nope. the outer bearing sits. The overall length is longer, 
but it's where that bearing sits because that hub can't go on any further. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, so if the bearing can only sit the so new hubs, the bearing goes in farther so that the hub can go on farther, allowing it to work with the old or the new style because of where it's machined. It doesn't stop getting machined. It keeps getting machined on the on the different spindle. So either way, it works. That makes sense. So the problem with this is no one apparently knows why or out of what or out of who this longer spindle is a thing. It's known. Apparently it's known that it's a thing. There is no, because it is, there's a breakdown when you talk wheel mounting surface to wheel mounting surface on a 14 bolt, right? So everybody who I assume most of everybody who has ever fucked around with a 14 bolt knows that there's two different, I don't know, varieties probably is the wrong word. It's close enough. Whatever you want to call varieties. So two different lengths. The single, the single rear wheel and a van axle are one wheel mounting surface. So wheel mounting surface is like group one. And group two is the cabin chassis and a dually axle. And they have different wheel mounting surface widths. Right. So I've always gone with that's the difference. I think it is actually. It's 37 and 5 eighths to 39 and 3 eighths is what the 14 bolt Bible quotes it as being different. No, that's the axle shaft length. I was going to say it's definitely not it because it's uh, way wider now. It's like 80 inches ish yeah. wide. I might have cut that one off when I screenshot this, but either way, we're talking about two inches difference on your wheel mounting service because I think it's like 67 to 69. Okay, yeah. But that is all in the hub. If you look at a dually hub, that wheel mounting surface is out farther. Where a single rear wheel hub is it, that wheel mounting surface set farther on, in on the hub. If that makes does that, that make sense? Sounds backwards, but no, the might dually backwards, would be further. So I, I might have set it backwards. But yes. either way, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. So it's literally the hub. So you can take a single rear wheel hub and a dually hub, and you can interchange those on one axle yeah, to no change problem. your Same wheel mounting surface. Just where the spindle is is different. Correct. So. Apparently, somewhere in this bastard of 14 full float crap, because there's a lot of info on the Internet that says a ribbed housing and a non-ribbed housing, which deviates between the newer and the older. Like, yeah, when you went to 88, 89, like when you had the new body style, but by new, I mean old. Yeah, but but yes, um, that that's the difference. It is not. Personally, I can verify that it's not because I have a smooth housing. I had a smooth housing, fucked up a spindle, took my outers and moved all that shit to my ribbed housing. It's literally the same outers on both axles. It all works. Same axle shafts and everything. Just moved it to a different housing. Did you guys already discuss AAM? Yes. Okay. Same difference. No. Some of the AAMs have the old spindle all the way from back in the 70s. Like no big deal. Yep. So there's literally no rhyme or reason. Um, Adam Woodley from Wide Open Design, guy that owns Wide Open Design, apparently very knowledgeable. Well, not apparently, he is. Is yeah. Was commenting on our post on Facebook. No fucking clue because wow. I was because I because he he confirmed this that like rib versus smooth doesn't fucking matter. Cabin chassis, van, single rear wheel dually, none of it matters. It just there's a longer one, there's a shorter one. I think I know. What is it? I Jake Berkey also confirmed is like. Not that I know of. 
So on either Mondays or Fridays, the guy that machines the spindles <laughs> does it different. On Tuesday through Thursday, they're like, let's machine it all the way in because yep. it doesn't matter where that outer bearing sits. It literally doesn't matter. But the guys that were lazy were like, let's just stop exactly here. Yep. I don't. I mean, right? I honestly, I, mean, I don't like, know. Oh, they're wow. just like, I don't know. I'm just going to randomly not machine this further yep. than I should. That's weird. And so the thing is, there's no difference. So, There's no way to know. So you get what, the axle, take it apart, and then you're like, yep. oh, it's that one. So what Adam said is they asked, because people sell them. I mean, like Buster Knuckle sells them, Wide Open sells them. I know Rough Stuff sells them. They sell a machine stub. It's like a spindle stub that you would cut out of the axle, yep. weld it in, plug weld it, all this bullshit, to change a spindle on a housing. They sell that spindle machined so that it can take either hub exactly that's well what not saying. either hub but it could accept like a if you had hub. a different a different stock hub with either one of those links it's machined in a way that it fits okay so now my question is let's just say that you have a stock application you're just a guy with a pickup truck yep do you have to buy two different stock hubs or will all the stock hubs fit all the axles it sounds like there's different stock hubs so you just sometimes get lucky and get one that fits, and sometimes you don't? Uh, from what I have learned... Because that's the thing I'm getting like. Yeah. From what I have gathered so far, granted, this just happened today, and I will, I am still fascinated by this because I want to know, yes, there is no difference. There's no part number or like, oh, I have A hub. I need a B hub. There's nothing. You could literally order a per year, per truck hub. Nobody fucking knows if it's the long one or the short one. Wow. Yep. It's just think of how many 14 bolt axles are out there. So your odds that, the odds that you're going to run into this are great. Slim to fucking who knows. Well, is it slim to none or is it or is it actually very good? You'll run into Depends this. on how unlucky you are. I apparently. just can't believe that like I'm just like I have the stock pickup. I need a hub for my 14 bolt. I'm going to go, you know, tow a trailer. Yep. And I get on, I'm just like, hey, send me a hub. They send me a hub. doesn't fit. I'm like, well, what do you mean? It's just, that's the part number. And I'm like, well, that doesn't fit. My assumption here is that there was a, somebody did a run of these different longer spindles. And it was just an OEM, like, you're going to make Snafu. this spindle. And I'm <laughs> going to use this one. And I'm like, well, fuck, we already bought a bunch of these. There's no difference from the outside perspective. Because the hub goes on, it's the same bearings, it's the same seal, it's the same everything, same wheel mounting, so just put it on and be done. From an OEM manufacturing standpoint, who the fuck, why the fuck do they care? You know what I mean? If they if they botched that somehow or planned they to do it because it was cheaper or whatever, they're out there. It seems like the longer ones are the rarer ones from what I've gathered. So your odds well, of getting one are harder. And when you say longer, you literally mean that. The, oh, here's the picture. I the way that the race sits in the outer, the outer bearing race sits in there. It sits further out. And go, that's the difference. You can go back and forth. They're labeled old and new. You can go back and forth and see the difference. Like, look at, like, you know where the bearing rides. Obviously, you've taken a 14 bolt apart. So you can see where oh, yeah, that literally rides. It's this, this machining surface right here is what matters. Yep. Because on this one, the outer bearing can sit wherever. And on this one, the outer bearing can't go past that yep. point. Which is fucking mind blowing. Wait, hold on. I think you have a back. Hold on. Actually, see. from this photo, it looks like the new one. Does the outer bearing sit right here, right here? The outer bearing sits right here. So, so according to your photo, the new one, 
is better because the yeah there's more beef on there i would say because no, no, no. it can go it in looks farther. like from this picture that the new one you have more options yeah well, oh, my so. my guess is that there there is a hub that like you could like if you look at that the new one you could take an old hub and put it on the new one but you couldn't take a new one and put it on the old one because the bearing would be in the wrong spot which is exactly our problem because the new the the old well no the old hub will not go on the new one that's the problem. So it's where the bearing rides on the old one to go to the new one is the problem because the threads are shorter. It's about a half inch shorter. So that hub has to go on a little bit more to sit in the right spot on the axle. Kind of, it's kind of messing me up here because uh, it looks it's like a, it's a mind fucker. It looks like on the one that you have quoted as new that there's actually more length for it's where it's where the inner bearing goes oh see where it's measured to the inner bearing it's not measured to the back of the axle it's where that bearing goes on to that's where you get your bearing is going to go all the way back here you guys need to be more descriptive well yeah without (laughs) without the picture you're just i mean it is the 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 point of the thing is will you post yeah i'll post these yeah the thing is there's two different length spindles and the old hub will not go on the new spindle yeah mind-blowing i can't even i that's why i don't think anybody's figured it out make sure you annotate which one is new and old when you post the pictures like right right on them or whatever Mm. he's already wrote on them if you want to go back and forth and i fuck them but so this is the mind-blowing thing of like there's just no answer to the question it's not like oh if you want this you get this so you said you said on the the new hub Will not fit the old spindle. Um, unconfirmed. We haven't. We're gonna to try oh. it when I get the new. You hub were just in. saying something about one wouldn't fit the something. Old hub. Yes. That came off the old will yes. not go on the new. That is bizarre. It kind of looks backwards to me. It, it looks does. Like it makes it look like it should work on the other the one. Way and not the way that the new one looks, it looks like it's machined further back, so yep. any outer bearing would fit. Yep. Like it looks like the smaller machine will part. The, is, will the outer bearing just not go over the? Uh, apparently it goes on but it's just it needs more like you can't get a nut on it it needs about a half inch more of oh, nut, really? like it sits out too far oh clearly yeah you can see that clear as day in the measurement it's just wild yeah, the, the newer the new spindle is four and three quarters inches long the old spindle is five and a quarter yeah so it's literally a half inch difference this is literally the nut yep the nuts about a what quarter inch yeah yep. you give or take yeah, yeah. yep Wow. So the Ah, literal spindle is shorter. I just don't get it. It's just weird because from what everybody, and like I said, this was literally today, like this afternoon's problem. Um, We were trying to figure this out because we're trying to get the car back together for Crandon. Well, I say we, I'm not doing anything other than doing internet research, but um, I went to put the hubs on and was like, what the fuck? So how much fun is that? While he was working, I was internet researching and then i think we all kind of figured out basically hindsight long story short the solution to our problem is scott with sunfire off-road was able to source the correct aluminum hubs that's cool for the new spindle that are getting drop shipped and fun stuff so the, the best news here is that if you're dealing with the aftermarket 
they are aware of this. That's a thing. And you can order from them a hub that Let me fit. give you your info, and then this is going to tie back into you XJ people. I look at Steve directly Weird. in the eye. How um, does how does a 14-bolt tie back into XJ people? Oh, it's going to. So the company that makes the hub, it's a full aluminum hub, uh, is called Racing in the Dirt. And I've never heard of them, to be quite honest with you. Uh-huh. But uh, we go to their hub kits, and let me show. I will show you their. Well, it's Dana sixty. We want a fourteen bolt. Is this what we're talking about? Here is their fourteen bolt aluminum hub kit. So you can kind of see like it mounts the brake mounts to the things on the bottom. That's the rotor mount, weld on all that. But internally, it works that way. So if you need a company that's into these aluminum hubs and stuff, racing in the dirt. Racing in the dirt. Yep. Gotcha. $1,200 for 14 bolt aluminum hubs, Willwood brakes and rotors with pads. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it's it really also looks like you're getting a lot bad. of quality stuff in that kit. Yes. So, so overkill me. for average Joe, maybe, but not for a race car. After we tie back into the XJ stuff, remind me, and I'll tell you about the link that Corey O'Malley posted in Ooh. the Trail Riders Snapchat group. He might have posted it somewhere else too, but he posted there and I was like, oh my. So I need to go back. Like, would you like some aluminum knuckles for your super duty? Would you like aluminum things? For my super duty? Aluminum knuckles. Aluminum knuckles. knuckles. I'm not sure I would want aluminum knuckles. (laughs) I'm not sure either. 7075 aluminum knuckles for Ford Super Duty. I was like, what? I'm fully machined. It just sounds like it wouldn't be very strong, though. It's seventy seventy five billet. I believe I mean, it's I billet. Guess, yeah, it's probably is billet. Maybe Look at they that are crazy strong. I don't know. Jesus, how just much are those? Twenty six fifty for a pair. Say at least two grand. Twenty six fifty. Yeah, but it's got like built in high steering and everything on yeah, it's it built too. In, like it's yeah, they're and then something else. It also has some like uh, ball joint eliminator integrated. Integrated delete system directly machined into the top and bottom of the knuckle will accept a 7.8 F1 fit spherical bearing, uh, adjust caster and camber up to three degrees. That's kind of nice. That's a lot. Interesting. Yeah. So um, you adjust that shit once and then it's done because it's aluminum and it's going to corrode. It says. <laughs> <laughs> what I Better set it, it says, up right. Compared to Super Kingpin setup, $2,700. Get the same. Or greater strength from uh, the joints with easier rebuilding. Hmm. So I don't know much about them, like because it's not my forte. <coughs> it's not my place to be. Not but uh, he he posted that link. I was like, "What is that?" I was like, "Because it literally says seventy seventy five Ford Super Duty Outer Knuckles." I was like, "Oh my!" So it's from American Iron Off Road. Huh. So I just thought I would share that little. I feel like thing. American Iron sounds familiar. Is that yeah. Josh Dosworth? Who? You guys don't know him. He's no. the one that does the ball joint eliminators. Isn't that American Iron? It definitely, it definitely says American Iron off. American ball Iron joint delete systems. does do ball joint eliminators. I do have personal opinions that there's a different option that I would go with first, but that's again my. I feel personal like that's opinion. who I'm thinking of. This is it's like I've been wheeling with. Oh really? Yeah, he's friends with someone. Maybe well, the Missouri guys. And maybe I don't know. Oh, um, somebody will tell us. Yeah, somebody will tell us the things. I think I think Nick's design, Nick Barna's design, is a little better from the side of bigger bolt. But again, yeah. just personal. If opinion. you don't break, it doesn't need to be bigger, right? I don't know. 
I'm just saying, like, you know, depends. All right. Does that really look familiar? Hey. Oh, yeah. He's the franchise owner operator at Ball Joint Delay Systems by American Iron Off Road. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's the guy. That's Josh either Shonsworth. way. Get rid of oh, your ball that, joints. Uh, I got you. He lives in Missouri. So I'm guessing he's probably friends with Dexter and Jeremy, is how I know him. Could be. Does he run that rig? Do you know what rig he has? Oh, he's building something really sweet, actually. Oh, nice. Um, gosh, I can't remember what it is. Let's see. He posts about it all the time. Photos of? No, I can't be. It's got to be uploads. This is what he's building right now. Oh, my. Yeah. Is that a... I it, think it's a Bronco? Is it a Bronco or is it a Scout? It looks like, it looks like a Scout. scout. It looks like a Scout. That's definitely sex. Sexual. I think he's building it like from scratch. Like he just started like... like <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, it's like built built it's cool looking yeah it's super low like it's not like wake like up. he started like nothing and like ended up with the scout good grief yeah wow and he is the guy that runs american iron off-road hmm. Hmm. pretty awesome well the things you know the people you know uh um, you never know let me tie this back into you xj in. people listen what, about, uh, what do you want to tell us about putting uh, 14 bolts in dumpsters? You want to talk about race stuff with dumpsters? Oh, Jesus. It has nothing to do with the 14 bolt, but, you know, race car. Um, yeah. Racing feel, in the dirt. I feel like you're talking directly to Andrew. I am. Because <laughs> he needs this. Racing in the dirt sells a pro Dana 30 front axle. Oh, my. It is. Beefy. I will show you a pair. I'm not going to show you a picture yet because it's it's porno. Pointless. It's I don't know. It's, the axle tubes are three quarter inch wall or three quarter. We're going to go through the specs. Okay, it's axle porn, so I can't show you the picture yet because okay. you don't you just a Dana thirty. But I'm axle telling porn. you, as pictured, 105 pounds. 105 pounds, as pictured. That you're going to see. And it has in a, a diff in it. Um, I don't know. I don't think it has any. Okay, so it's, a it's a pre runner. It's a housing. Um, <laughs> steel fabricated housing. Okay. They're, they're, yep. I have no confused. idea. Yeah. Yep. It's a full steel fab housing. Right. They make their own fab knuckles, some billet center section, billet pinion support with drive shaft loop. So, like, your drive shaft doesn't blow everywhere when it blows apart. Oh, my God. Um, it's about 100 pounds lighter than any. Fab axle on the market. This is literally a. And here are your options. Okay. Uh, specified width of the front axle, where you want the pinion location, whether it comes with the aluminum lightweight front hubs. It's got, you know, five by four on three quarter, five by five, five on five and a half, six on five and a half, or a wide five bolt pattern. Not five on four um, and a half. Five on four and a half. Did not see five on four and a half. <laughs> Interesting. Um, WJ and up aluminum drive flanges, three or four length brackets, shock mount, steering parts, panar bar, inner shaft, outer shaft, billet yokes. Like basically, they built a fucking aluminum tricked out fab housing. What the fuck? That looks expensive. 105 pounds. That fucker's 10 grand. Oh, I did. It doesn't even have a fucking price. <laughs> they built here, one ever. Let you two scroll through the photos of this. So they, racing in the dirt. This is just like out. tactical armor. This is, yeah. one ever. this is their pro Dana 30 axle. Like this is the dumbest <sighs> thing I've ever seen. It's pimp. Correct. It's so pimp. Wait, is this even real or is this an no, RC car? No, axle? no, no. It is real. This is full size. This is yes. like a toy. I feel no. like this is literally a toy. I'm not making this up. These, these, I don't know. Everything here like kind of makes it look like it's 10 scale. It's a full fab. That's that's all it works. That's that's housing. all it's built for a tenth scale. Well, yeah, it's a Dana thirty, <laughs> like an aluminum Dana thirty. Yeah, yeah it's made for at a toy the end car. of the day. It's a Dana thirty. <laughs> the end. 
Like, I mean, it's badass. Okay. So this like, or, or so hear like, me out. Is this for like Jeep speed? I don't know what you'd put that you in. You buy this a Dana 44 and you're just done. It's the weight. It's weight, bro. It's the weight. Race car stuff. Dana you're, 44 you're thinking, does not weigh 130 pounds. That's true. Just, as pictured, breaks As pictured, 105 pounds. Jesus. You're thinking of trail wheeling. This is full like a race car XJ dumpster stuff. Or whatever else you want to put it in. Yeah, it's a full race XJ. Yeah, you say say XJ, but definitely like definitely TJ or owner is going to buy one of those because you have that much money or an extra. I know. I mean, the thing is, Jeep Speed was huge. Yep. Like that was a big deal, like racing Jeep Speed. I don't know what that is. And so, like, if you could get away with putting a quote unquote Dana 30, Um, which is like a nine inch Dana, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. It's so, it's intriguing. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah. But I bet that thing is. Dumb expensive. Yep. Dumb but, expensive. I mean, if so you want to, you can't a, find a listing for this. No, I have not found a price on it on their website. It says like housing this is started at like five hundred bucks. This is literally just somewhere out. Somebody in the shop just swinging their dick around, saying that's what this cool is. Shit. Yeah, oh it's yeah, like, that's good. Look what I can build. Well, and they do. <laughs> they have a whole bunch of different like Dana sixty aluminum hubs. Yeah. Like apparently these people are like the go to for aluminum hubs and brake concepts and like the so it doesn't surprise me that they've made something like this it's just i really wild. like i really like the front the u-joint wait is it a rear dana 30 is it a rear no because it said steering it comes with yeah it looked like it was center offset well you could probably set it however you want to <sighs> that'd be weird um make sure to post so, a picture of this ian yep yeah is it high pinion i think it's high pinion i think it's just laying upside down I think again, racing in the dirt, racing so, in the dirt. Ooh, I really like sponsors. how the pinion support holds the yoke um, protection ring. Yeah, the little drive the, shaft loop thing. Yeah, the little drive shaft loop that that covers the whole. Oh, and yoke. when your drive shaft blows apart, not even that. Like, well, you, also you're not going to rub it on a rock. You're not going to get a U joint no. hit a rock like that. that like, that's true. pretty cool. It covers the whole U yep. joint. It's kind of neat. Yeah, like you just unbolt those four bolts. Yep. Put your U joint in. And then slide it back over, mm-hmm. and then your whole joint area is covered. Yep, that's cool. Like that would be nice to have on my nine inch. Because a lot of times you well, get the, just you get that, call them up and spec one out, and the next week cool. you, you give us the specs. They'll, they'll and, build you one. Yeah. So is the is the how the housing is not a is no, it? No, it's a, it said fab housing. Did I not Dude, say those welds look like they're aluminum? Go, the whole go thing back. looks aluminum to me. Am I? No, I heard you say the word steel no, on there. I was like, the tabs. Nah. The tabs are steel, yeah. So it's that just weld is just not the prettiest thing you ever saw. Or maybe it's just so small that it looks weird. Are you sure this isn't tenth scale? That's a toy car nope. axle and you're trying to pass <laughs> it. And it looks like a toy to me. Dude, it legit does look like a toy. It does that's not the thing. Even any in any way, shape, or form. Someone that's an old April Fool's prank that you're that falling for hard. I think it is. Oh, it's on their website. So they're well, trolling you just, everyone. Just tell me those welds don't look weird on the tube to the housing. Oh, man, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> they just look like a large puddled weld. That's a large too. puddled weld for a steel. That's a whole lot of puddle. I don't know. Looks weird. I don't know. I'm not sold that it's full Are you size. Not sold? Yeah. No, I think that's a toy. Uh, we'll, we'll post a picture of it. And the then axle tubes the are two and a half inch quarter wall. <laughs> Huh. Well, it's lightweight, so yeah. And that weight is with gears, carrier, and a yoke. 105 grams. Right? (laughs) 
Yeah. Take, all, just, all, take all the dimensions and weights and divide by 10. <laughs> It's a, if it, I mean, if that's a full size axle, which it very well could be because the brakes on it are Willwood brakes, little bitty tiny calipers. They're that's like, fine. They're like four wheeler they calipers. They scale Willwoods too. So I'm sure it's probably just that could a be. scale. Yeah. Um, are you going to call them price one? Yes. I bet it's $179.99. But they hang up on me. I'm going to put it under my crawler. <laughs> my RC crawler. That means an RC car part. So it can't be that expensive. I mean, if you want to, you call them, price it. Call and price it out. Who sells it again? Racing in the dirt. Racing in the dirt. Send me two. I'll put them under my, my uh, axial not that I have, Not that I have extra time, but I kind of want to call them and ask for it. Call What's the price on that thing? We need to know for our podcast. No, I get, you have to put $100 down to find out the price. $100. <laughs> That's worth $100. To get, a, to get a quote, we're going to need $100. I bet the patrons, I bet we can fool the patrons for that. Right. Just to find out what it costs. <laughs> That's wonderful. Everyone's nonetheless, it would be really cool like to build that to like actually put that under something would be sick. It would be because it'd be so lightweight. But you'd have to run like a set of drag lights to to make it worth your time or some like uh, methods, method forge. Yeah, but if you're spending this much money, it's not methods about the no dollar. It's about the weight for right. the race yeah. savings. Yeah. yeah, but the methods would be nice and lightweight as well. Yep. Do a set of method forge racing wheels and then do like the lightest weight tire, like 35 inch tire you could find. I guess so. Then I actually would not love it. Full, no, it would not. Race That's it. It'd be okay. All that money and it's like, and it breaks immediately. <laughs> oh, That's too bad. <laughs> Is it with shafts in it and everything? I don't know. No way. It sucks I spent $17,000 on an axle that broke the first five minutes I used it. I mean, but if you're, you got to consider what you're probably putting that under to race it. Something like it's not getting trail road with that axle. That's not a trail. It's not getting trail road, but I'm I mean, sure like, whatever yeah. you're doing to it is much harder on it than trail jumpy, riding. Ooh, jumpy, jumping, jumpy, jumpy, exactly. jumpy. So trail riding would be easy on the axle right. compared to what they put it through. Ooh. But you're probably, but there again, you're probably putting it into a lightweight race car. That's if what I mean. Like, that's just like thousand dollars lightweight. Mm-hmm. We're not lightweight. putting it in a full size. No. Nobody says Dana Thirty in full size. No. Aluminum four cylinder race car. Yes. yes. Turbo. Yeah. Aluminum four cylinder turbo XJ. Perfect. I'd like to know what you actually put that in, to be honest with you. I don't know. Nothing. It's just so a for lot the of their pictures on their websites are of like it's just, like I said, it was somebody just walking on the shop just swinging their dick around at the at the mill, like, look what I can build. You don't think so? I mean, you're probably right. It's just, <laughs> I'm just shaking my head in disbelief that somebody would build that thing. And they've got a lot of uh, like how strong mud, it is. mud drag cars on so their website. It's probably like five, maybe so five and a half. Five. <laughs> if a Dana 60 is an eight, it's a five and a half. Oh, no, Dana 60. Yeah, right. Dana 60 is an eight. Okay. 14 volts of 10, obviously. Okay. And then I mean, have, I've seen a lot of broken that, 14 Dana, volts. If that Dana 30 day. is a five, I'm like, that's not that bad. Five and a half. Well, five and a half. Yeah, five and a half. <laughs> it's like like a standard like stock 44 is like a four and a half. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And, and a stock Dana 30 is like a two. <laughs> <laughs> I if bet. A one. <laughs> no, that's an AMC 20. All right. Yeah. Oh, I bet you're going to see this in a mud drag car because that's what most all their shit oh, is all paddle tired. Yeah. Like now we know. That makes sense. Car. Like that makes sense. It needs to run for five seconds. Well, it's usually hanging off the ground anyway. Yep. And that, yeah, the axles that makes sense. Yeah, I forgot they ran Dana 30s in those. Yep. Interesting. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's a specific niche market for that. 
That's and like I said, it's, it's not trail riding, and you're think we're thinking like put it in a fucking you know jeep or whatever and right go for jeep speed, but ultra no, yeah, for it or something. But you can yeah. get away with quite a bit if you're doing drag racing with it because you're you're picking the front end up anyway, and you want it light, and you want it light, sense. yeah, and you're not like jumping it so much, and you're in mud, so it's a little bit softer coming down. You got paddle tires on it, which are nice soft sidewalls. Um, should be like, yeah, that, that, that's what that makes a lot sense. of their stuff, like, mo, like, I don't know, I'm gonna go with like 90% of their nice. pictures show that, like, this shit has a oh, oh my god, axle in it, you know, yeah, and so <laughs> clearly we just didn't rail. know the market when yeah. we were talking about this thing, sand But they do have, like, they do make Dana 60 and Dana 44 um knuckle kits, which god. is kind of interesting for that. Well, no, 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 not just like general, just yeah. like in general, like rear steer dragster, a Dana sixty. Yeah, that's what you want. As many parts as huh. can break as possible. <laughs> well, it looks kind of like they've taken a Dana sixty axle or not axle, a knuckle, integrated the old ball joint eliminators in it, and yeah. made it like a fab knuckle. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know how strong it would be, but I mean, seven and a half. Seven, seven and a half. Oh, that's, that's better than most of my shit, so I'll take it. But uh, but yeah, that's the thing. Like there had to be a, a market cool for stuff. it, and that makes right. sense. But it was one of those things we were talking about earlier when we were looking at shit on their website. We're like, oh, they make a pro Dana thirty housing. Well, like, it just seems weird. Like, why would you do that? Race no. car. But now we know. Now we know. You could put that under. Now it makes all the sense why it's a. A five on four and a three quarter yeah. five on five. So like weird. It's not made for Jeep wheels. It's not made for Jeep wheels. It's made for like old like racing wheels. Yep. yep. Like five and three quarters, what you'd find on like most cars. Um, you know, like older cars and, and drag cars. So, I, mean, yeah. I don't do drag cars. I don't do Jeep right. stuff. So I don't really know. Pretty. But I just thought it was sweet. interesting that they offer a 105 pound fully dressed Dana 30. Isn't it interesting housing. you say aluminum Dana 30, but my brain still goes straight off road. Like, yes, yeah. it's still off road, but like mine goes to like our off road. Ultra four racing or some kind of like cheap motor speed. sports racing kind of a Maybe thing. it's because you preface it with, with XJ. And maybe yeah. some of my brain was already in that mode. Well, I went back to that. I had to tie it back into off road XJ stuff. I still don't know how strong that is. Compared to like what a stock <laughs> Dana 44? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to spend seventeen thousand eight hundred and twenty-five dollars to find out? <laughs> the most arbitrary number ever. Yeah. Let me just uh, hit this. I just, done, I just sent him an email real quick. And they email yeah. me like, oh, it's seventeen eight twenty-five. I feel like somebody should call them up and get a price. <laughs> Spec it out. You say shipped in North. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> They're gonna say for, for you. That's all um, you want. I mean, but but literally though. People buy a spider tracks fully built fabbed housing, That's and true. you're probably not far off of 17 grand. I probably, you're probably right, yeah. For a like Everything. a spider tracks built aluminum outer actual. Oh, yeah. Especially if you called them and said, I need to be light, extra. Yeah. If you extra go, light. I want aluminum hubs, aluminum brakes, Ooh, I mean, all that stuff. Wall too. There's we two grand that. worth of brakes on that thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That had two inch, what did I say? Two inch by quarter inch yeah, wall. Yeah, two inch quarter wall. I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's, there's, if you want to talk about full fab axles out there, I priced a set of them torque 14 modulars out one time and then they were like $30,000 a piece. Ouch. Yeah, why, why does a regular guy like you price that? Just oh, to waste somebody's time. Legitimately curious. Yeah. <laughs> don't waste somebody's time. Yes. yes. <laughs> you don't post shit like that on the internet and then not expect people to be like, how much is that? 
Yes. So put a fucking price on it or you're going to deal with Mingo. How much is that? Like this thing. I'm all going to call. I'm not. But somebody's going to call and spec it out and go, okay, thank you. That's all I need. Yeah. Put a fucking that's, price on it. I looked it up that, on my own now. With that F-250. Yep. He's like, so yeah, like, you know, you're, are you interested? I'm like, no, not really. I just saw it. Really pretty truck. Legitimately wanted to like, know how much Wanted to know cost. how much you guys wanted for. Like, I guess if you came back with a stellar price, I literally in my head, like, if he comes back with a price and it starts with a three, so I guess we're going to buy a truck. <laughs> Which wasn't that far off that at 46. But I don't think I can get him down to three, like 39. Can you get me down to 39.9 out the door? I feel like when you're a certain age, like in your life, you like decide how much things are worth and you yes. can't get past it. Yes. So like to I me. buy my house and I'm like, I paid X amount of dollars. So yes. someone's like, oh, a new SUV is $100,000. I'm like, no. that's pretty much what I paid for my house. So I'm like, there's no possible way on planet Earth for the rest of my life. Yes. That I could buy a $100,000 vehicle. Like no one will ever convince me that that's just an okay thing. Right. That makes but sense. some people are like, oh, that's yeah, that's a pretty reasonable price for this vehicle. I'm like, who mm-hmm. are you? Like, I'm not saying you're a rich guy and you're like, oh, that's no, not like, I'm like, how are you a person who says this is worth that much? Yes. They're like, it doesn't matter if I have $8 million in the bank. I will still is not it, pay $100,000 for new SUV. Yeah, is it worth it? Yeah, it's no. not worth that much money. I'm sorry for you. You guys are. If you had $8 million. I'm not going to buy a $100,000 Escalade. That is well, a I didn't say Escalade, but like you wouldn't buy a $100,000 Dooley to go pull your shit or whatever. Probably not. I, would, <sighs> I just don't think I could justify spending $100,000 on a pickup truck. It's a pickup truck. Yes. Yeah, but haul some people and some stuff. But if you do, I, I can look all over it and I can't find if the you had eight mil- $60,000 that's in the club eight box. Eight million dollars and you're like, man, I want to go wheeling somewhere. Like, how are you going to go wheeling? I go buy, buy a used pickup it. truck yeah, for a reasonable know. price and Would you? tow my stuff. Like, for, if you had eight million dollars sitting in the It's not about bank. how much money you have. It's about what things are worth. Mm. If you let the market right. control you then it's going to i don't know right i wouldn't have a used so truck if i had eight million dollars well, crazy what's well, a little bit crazy about that and maybe there's something i'm missing but like you look at things go up in price right so obviously obviously housing has gone up in price you know when my grandpa bought his house in saint joe where i live back in the 60s or whatever it was it was 2500 bucks bought the house you know what i'm saying like prices have changed but at the same time like i look at this and i'm like that SUV, so like my crew cab brand new was less than 40. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. In, way, t- in 2000. Way less than that. Right. And I'm looking at like prices of things and I'm like, okay, so like now a brand new Escalade or like, or even not even Escalade, let's add apples to apples. A brand new crew cab pickup truck is 60 grand. Sure. Yeah. Three quarter ton pickup, gas yeah. or pickup, 60 grand. And I'm looking at the price of other stuff like milk or gasoline. Shit's the same. Oh, the inflation rate's the same. (laughs) No, it hasn't changed. No, like not, not the same. No, Oh, you're saying it's milk is still 99 cents a gallon. Same as it's been for 20 years now. I don't like grocery shop, but I don't think you're buying a gallon of milk for a dollar. I'm like, looking, I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like, and I look at gas and like gas is all over the place. It was just like before we had, covid like right like before that it was like a dollar 50 a gallon like it was a dollar 50 a gallon when i graduated high school no it was a little bit less than that yeah, but i literally but paid still, three, it, was less than, it was like a dollar a gallon when i was in high school I literally right, paid but three still like 50 a cents gallon a gallon versus a truck the same year has gone up 20 grand 
Yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> There's something missing here. I agree. Is it because it has so much new features? Is it all uh, the electronics that are in it? The problem is it doesn't have to make sense. You still buy it. Somebody still buys it's it. A Somebody it's, still a consumer, buys it. it's a consumer market. Right. That's the key. Right. There They're are like, too many people making poor choices to let the market do this. Yeah. Because no worries. When, when my crew cab was brand new, a five-year loan was the maximum you could get. And now, now, now you get a mortgage on your new truck. And now you can take out an eight-year loan. It's no big deal. That is it's the not most the... upsetting thing. <laughs> I just hear eight-year mortgage. It kind of makes me sick to my stomach. Eight-year. Hey, I'm sorry. Eight-year eight car note. Sorry. I, I, I said mortgage because <laughs> that was in my mind, but I meant uh, yeah, just bank loan. Bank loan for a vehicle. <laughs> it's like I, have oh. to, I took out an eight-year loan. It's seven ninety-nine a month. Uh, yeah, seven ninety-nine a month for eight years. I'm like, eight years and then you figure out what you're paying in interest and you're like oh, oh i bought two trucks God. maybe three maybe three yeah over eight years just ignorant just insanity it happens every day i know and that's the that's the crazy thing is like it's just people do people it, don't care they're just like if you're oh, that just... person I'm, I'm sorry that we're calling you out <laughs> yeah right i feel kind of bad too because obviously some people are just like i don't care just maybe, get my payment right yeah but those people right. need to watch a video or two on buying used cars or new cars maybe or like or maybe they just there's certain people that have that mindset of like, I'm going to make a payment for the rest of my life. Might as well anyway, have what I want. So I'm going to have what I want. Just yeah. enjoy it. And like, I don't mind making that payment, payment as long as I have what I want. I actually tell people that all the time. I'm like, you can't be upside down on your car if you're happy driving it and you don't mind making the payment. You're only upside right. down when you go to sell it. Yep. If you're just yeah. making your payments and you're happy, there's no such thing as upside down because that, that number is out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. So it's oh like, someone's like, oh man, I didn't trade my shit and I was $6,000 in the hole. And now they tag that onto my new car. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> so what do you? <laughs> oh shit! It happens if you pay five fifty a month for for ninety six months. Is that eight years? Ninety six months? Eight, yeah. Eight okay. years. Yeah. I am not involved in your financial life. What's planning, that? So how much, enjoy making how much bad is that? Decisions. How much of a vehicle could you buy? Five fifty well, a, a month. You're not gonna buy shit. No, 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 you're gonna tell us how years. much that costs, not yeah. how much vehicle you buy. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you how much money you actually paid. How much vehicle do you think you could purchase if there was 0% interest? Eight years. If there was 0% interest. <laughs> okay, I, I can't do math because I've yeah, been drinking. That's but the point. I'm going to say that you I'm could just buy a $20,000 vehicle. No, no, it's way more no, than that. I, <laughs> Your public education was not oh, very man, good at all. I was really good at math, too. You're probably drunk of drunkification. Good Lord, yeah. So it's 52800 Yeah. So 20. Oh, you said a 0% interest. Yeah. Oh, so it's exact. I'm sorry. 52,800. <laughs> like, let's just say you go to buy a brand new. Hold on. Let's you do this. You won't buy a brand new half done. For oh, my God. I feel like I've screwed no. up on the interest no. there because the 0% Maybe interest. Base, tr- base truck. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not even. This is going to be ignorant. Not that you can do this because you can't. But if you went in and you, you went in and you bought a brand new either Escalade or Lincoln, like Navigator, or whatever it is, or a you brand. You don't need new. to get into luxury. An F three hundred and fifty no, diesel. How much pickup, is it? Probably just seventy, eighty thousand. No, we're going way higher than that. Yeah, we're going up like brand new. Uh, okay, Grand a, Wagoneer. A Platinum F three hundred and fifty and a Platinum F four hundred and fifty is like one hundred twenty thousand dollars used. How much? They're like over there north of one hundred and ten, hundred twenty thousand dollars. Jesus, a yeah, Platinum F three hundred and fifty, or F four hundred and fifty. Wow. But I mean, you're talking. Guys have so, them. They sell them. Yeah. So uh, at $107,000, which is what's the new, uh, I think is the price for the new Grand Wagoneer. If you went in and put zero down and had no interest for eight years, 
it's a one, it's eleven hundred and fourteen dollars a month mm-hmm. for ninety six months. For ninety six months, it is literally a mortgage, an eight year mortgage. <laughs> That's with no interest. Tack on interest, I don't know what it'd be, hundred and fifty, something stupid. I don't have an amortization chart, so I can't tell you. But it just blows my mind. It's just a t- like in. In it's just a crazy amount of money. So, say that you go out and buy a ninety thousand dollar SUV. This is actually less than I expected it to yeah. be. You buy a ninety thousand dollar SUV, no money down, at an interest rate of let's say three percent. Okay, that's probably pretty, probably about, probably yeah. pretty decent. Yeah, for ninety six months. Yes, you pay a thousand fifty six a month. The total Jesus. cost of your car loan will be a hundred and one thousand dollars. So you're paying eleven thousand dollars for that loan in eight years. In eight years, I mean, like, I was like, that's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah, like eleven, still a lot. It's still just a lot, but just a lot. The alternative like, of eleven thousand dollars over eight years is not that much money, but also eleven thousand yeah. dollars in interest. Oof, oof. Because you know. wanted it today. Because you wanted it, and today. you didn't want to put any down payment. You're like, right. no. That was zero down payment. Uh, yeah, I think so. yeah. So right, how much? Eleven hundred dollars a month. 1056 1056 Here's a 2020 yeah, used 2020 F350 Platinum with 4000 miles $95,000. Really? And that's just a one ton dude. How many miles? 4000. 4000 miles for 100. So it's grand. basically a new truck. Yeah. But that's what I mean. But it's a pickup. Yeah. But that's what I mean like you could literally just you don't have to get into exotics you can literally just go on a oh, yeah. highest trim level one ton dually diesel and be at $100,000. That was at 350? That was a 350. That oh wasn't even a 450. Yeah. That's what I mean. I don't feel like no matter how old I get you'll never convince me that $100,000 is a reasonable price for a pickup truck. I don't yeah. I just don't think unless there's any using, way unless you're using it for work. Well, it's the only time I would think if that someone I else is paying for it I guess. What if you well, like, what if you needed if a one ton dually? I would go buy like a one-ton one. dually. Well, would you though? Yes, I would go buy an LM. A, hey, not LM. Um, oh, I would not. I would LBZ. go buy an LBZ. Yeah, I go buy LBZ Duramax. Nope. Why not? If you had eight million dollars in the bank, I'm not working on my I own truck. Guarantee. If you had eight million dollars in the bank, you would go buy an LBZ or like a or like a seven three Power Stroke because you didn't get to eight million dollars nope. by buying brand new fucking trucks. Never know. That's <laughs> nobody, yeah, I mean, nobody yeah, you know. Bank is just what just willy nilly spending money left and right. I'm just Buy not a hundred thousand uh, dollar pickup. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing it. If I have eight million dollars in the bank, I'm not. I'm owning a new vehicle. I'm not that's working. Right. And that's and that's completely understandable. Like pickup. you can. I it, feel like you're just you're giving up though. You're just like I'm no. rich, and so I'll pay any amount I mean, for like, anything. And it's yeah. like no, that's not how you get rich. I mean, I'm not going to trade being dumb. I'm not going to trade my truck in every two weeks or a year or two you know there's no reason to do that that account every a couple years if you just keep trading your truck in you're only paying a difference on the truck you're not spending a hundred thousand dollars if you trade your truck every two years when it's out of warranty you're only paying the difference on every two years now when you quit doing that whoa could you even fathom having eight million dollars in the bank no that you that you personally earned and put in there no you're not saving your pennies wild. and making eight mil in the bank. No, you you've done pennies. something. You're right? working your fucking dick in the dirt. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I mean. We're real smart with investing. That's really that too. Because yeah. that's how the farmers do it. They roll, they roll their equipment every year. Yeah. Because then if you do it yeah. every year, you only pay the difference between last year to this year mm-hmm. to have a brand new warranty piece yeah, of it. It's a small hit. It's only like 
I don't know, 10 grand or something, the 10, 20 grand. The problem comes when a crop price goes down and mm. you have to trade your equipment. Yeah. You have to Oof. make that payment or you start eating all that extra money. So that's the cycle that's you walk into. Yeah. But if you, if you literally went out and bought a hundred thousand dollar truck and every two years, you just paid on it for two years, paying up for two years. I don't give a fuck what you give me on trade in. Cause I'm never going to pay it off. Right. It's a, it's the opposite of, I'm going to keep it long-term and pay it off. It's I'm never going to fucking pay it off. Right. I don't care. I'm literally going to, I'm going to, the dealer's going to order me <laughs> one every two years and I'm paying two years of truck payment at well, who the fuck cares. Cause you're, two years all right here's how things it's just change. a shit cycle mike's over here like rolling his like, not really rolling his eyes but he's just like uh but like here's how things change if you'd asked me 10 years ago if i would ever pay more than ten thousand dollars for a vehicle i would have told you no yeah. that's true but yep. now i'm looking at twenty thousand thirty thousand dollar vehicles yeah i mean you're absolutely right you I, would have said the same thing. Yeah. I think about that when i was like 20 yeah i bought my truck it was like six years old i paid seven grand for it yep right and i was like that was pretty good that's the mm-hmm. chevy like i mean i bought yep. it as a yeah. Pretty new truck, a pretty stock new truck. How old was it? It was '94. Bought it in 2000, I think. Oh, so I mean, it was yeah, pretty new, new truck. truck yeah. yeah, interesting. Real nice truck. Silverado had power windows and locks, which was like crazy luxury. Yeah, which uh-huh. was awesome back then. <laughs> now <laughs> you, you can't. You bought even... it in 2000. I think so. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think I said it must have been. You were 17? young. Seventeen. Yeah, so you were young. Oh, I guess I was. Yeah, I guess. Oh, well, maybe I was eighteen. Maybe it was 2001 when I bought it. Okay. I think I might have been 18 when I bought it. Right. But either way. Nonetheless, a teenager could go and buy a six-year-old truck. A teenager yeah. could, could go out and buy a, I'm sorry, not a six, a seven-year-old truck. Uh-huh. Could a yeah. teenager do that today? Yeah. A teenager just like part-time job. I'm like, I want to, what, what is it? 2021. So that's be a 2013. What kind of job did you have when you're doing maybe, this? Maybe not post COVID, but uh, pre COVID you probably could have got what, what kind of job did you have when you were, <sighs> like, I think I was working at a bank as a teller. Okay. Really? But you're talking like you know that. I did that for a very short while. And then I was a counter guy at Sears Auto Center. I was oh, making killing it. Six dollars an hour plus commission. <laughs> okay. Ended up being around ten dollars an yeah. hour. Okay. All right. So and I could afford to buy so an follow me on this truck. One. All right. So you're making ten bucks an hour. Yeah. So now like I know what we pay people starting out with like zero experience that you're in the fifteen to seventeen dollar an hour range. Yeah. As a diesel mechanic. No, I'm talking like oh. we'd hire our fucking wash guy at United oh, for okay. like fifteen to seventeen dollars an hour yeah, to hold a pressure washer. Right, yeah. So if you go to like a tech school or fucking community college or something, you're yeah. you're in the eighteen to twenty dollars an hour. That's about exactly what I was figuring in my head because I was thinking yeah. minimum wage then was six something. Yep. And oh, it, no, back, it was like five. Yep. 15, five. So you're making $5 you're making a little over minimum yeah. wage. Yep. You make commission, so that went yeah. So minimum wage now is eleven fifty. Let's call it twelve fifty plus commission, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So you're about fifty percent more pay at fifty percent more right. ish exactly of right. the vehicle oh, price. So yeah, I guess they probably 000, could afford it. Fourteen thousand for a seven year vehicle. That's the fucking mind blower because they don't know that they could have bought that truck for cheap because they weren't alive. That's true. So to them, a twenty thousand dollar truck or whatever is, is like a seven thousand dollar truck. It's a seven thousand dollar truck. It's right, just right. different. Yeah, it's that's how. But see, change. you going forward, you'll never understand it because you listen. Because you talk to like your grandparents, like, and yeah. they're like, "Back in my day, gas was a nickel." Or yeah, you know, whatever. Like, you're like paying three dollars a gallon. Gas was never a fucking nickel when I was alive, so I don't have a fucking clue what that's right. like. You that's know what I mean? One. Like we look at a dollar fifty, when and I'm like, a dollar, like yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, we're getting in Just my like neighborhood. The good old days. Yeah, but like three forty, I paid three forty a gallon for gas the other day. I remember my cousin about. Tipped over when I'm like, this is, a, this is a fucking half ton. <laughs> yes, the fuel light's been on for 
two-ish days, and it cost me over a hundred dollars to fill oh this up. Oh my god! What's the take on that thing? I don't know. Big enough. A damn, hundred dollars like hundred and six bucks or something. When Jess's fuel over lights, thirty gallons. When hers, I mean, I'd go a couple weeks. Yeah, on when that, hers is so. low, when hers is down low, real low, close to the, like on the like red line. Um, I filled up the other day. It was seventy dollars. I'm like, Mm-mm, nope. Yeah. I, don't, I don't own it. I take that back. I do own the crew cab. The crew would cab take that would be much. sucking fuel. But I would. I'd never go that low. Nothing because of that. I'm like, no, nah, that, that yep. hurts. That way, it's that way too. I just like. I think I have a 26 gallon tank, and yeah. I'm like, why the hell is your eco boost up a bigger tank than I do? Because I guarantee, if you spend a hundred dollars, you got at least a 30 gallon tank. Well, right? Because I don't know. I don't remember. I filled up. Least. The shit thing is, I filled up the truck and three it gets five gallon gallon. gas cans. Hear me, Michael. Mine doesn't get 11 miles a gallon. I promise you that. <laughs> Nine. No, I think like right now, I think I'm averaging about 22, 21. Are 22. you? Oh, yeah. That's the first person the EcoBoost I've ever heard. I'm pretty good. happy with it. I was following her the other Saw day. Saw the ads, but I've never seen yep, it. I and, was like, never heard anybody pretty person. Pretty content with it. Really? Yeah. It's good. I also don't I, like yeah, I breaks the tires loose with a trailer on. Yeah, it does do that. Mm. Um, <laughs> like Saw that in person. Normal day to day, non like, hey, watch this. This is fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, like, I try to drive normally because I got this right. new drive safe and save discount monitor oh, nice. that like hard stops and rapid mm-hmm. accelerations and shit. So I'm like, God, drive going to unplug it when you're not well you if you unconnect <laughs> it to your phone it like freaks the fuck out oh really i tried it the other day but yeah yeah it like loses its shit really and if you don't log so many whatever's and like trips during your mileage right. to show your mileage going up you just don't qualify for the discount i'm like um, need that discount see i don't want that like how much is the discount uh, it's like 60 bucks a month yeah discount? oh yeah i don't even pay 60 bucks a month oh yeah see my insurance <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know what new to, truck problems i guess well I but know. it's not a new truck though like my van the new first size uh, i don't know it's when like I bought the 40 something dollars a month when i bought the brand the van brand new i was like ouch when they told me it was like 520 for six months or something like that i was like ooh, I was like, golly that's kind of expensive that is expensive and then like it wasn't very long like maybe a year later it was like half that i was like that's better but it was a brand brand new van mm-hmm. so i was like okay that's kind of fucking it was full coverage it was full coverage anyway, so. yeah i mean i have full coverage on right. the truck but um, i don't know what i pay now now the business is all rolled together van insurance and business insurance is all rolled together i pay like i don't know less than 50 bucks a month on the van I was like, ow, but six months, I was like, ow. Yeah, yeah. that would suck for one vehicle. Still less than 100 bucks a month. Yeah. It's like what I pay for like all five of my policies. Right, or yeah. Something. That's how it was for me before <laughs> I got the van. I was like, ouch. But it isn't business paid for, so I guess that's fine. But yeah, at first it wasn't very much fun. Yeah, everything else I own is like, okay, it's $14 a month. I'm like, okay, that sounds reasonable. Yeah. Like I go to insure the cut list. I'm like, okay, it's $27 for six months. Like, that sounds good. Yeah, we can Our do that. It just sits there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's only got a twenty-three gallon fuel thing. Okay. So hundred dollars isn't even possible because you'd have to put over thirty maybe gallons I in put, and spend three forty. Maybe I put. Maybe that was because I filled up three gas cans, three oh, dollar gas you cans. Didn't mention that part, <laughs> but no. But I got. I cleared a hundred bucks. I think before I got the first one full, which would have been pretty accurate. Yeah. Because it was three forty. Three forty a gallon. gallon. Or yeah, three forty a gallon at twenty nine right gallons is a hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean like it's pretty low. Twenty three makes more sense. How many yeah. gallons is in the truck? Twenty three gallon fuel tank oh, really? is what it said. Damn. But he bought twenty nine gallons. Yeah, <laughs> which got is a real big neck, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 seventy eight system. 
<laughs> yeah, trouble canisters burst. Just blowing out. Um, ground says, I think I got one. right through. I was either right done with the first one or right around the first one. And I'm like, literally, you can't put because I always fill up a five gallon can for my mower. Uh-huh. And that yeah. was always the like, I can't even <laughs> fill up my truck in a five gallon Damn gas can for a hundred bucks. Maybe that's what it was. Damn it, boy, we got to talk about that. Well, we don't have time for that. We we just, we're going to fucking wrap it up with that, apparently. Mower talk? Gas cans. We yeah. talked about gas cans last week. Yeah. Fuel works. Fuel works. Fastest one, flowing gas can the with ceiling spouts you'll ever use in your life. The one that I bought is a garage boss. It's not a fuel works. It's not, but it works really well. You should use a fuel works can. You'll mind blow yourself. There's no way. Oh, I promise you. I've used one. I don't one. understand how it could be any faster. It's stupid. It would have to be. And they're stackable. Like you could stack them on top of each other, oh, which nice. is kind of wild. That would be handy. Yeah, it would be. Fuel works gas can. I just use the like VP racing fuel. There's chains. no way that this one flows better than my garage boss. What's your garage boss flow at? Fast. Stupid but you fast. don't have a measurement of flow. Not to my knowledge. I'm looking at the fuel works and the, the nozzle opening is not big enough. It's got all kinds of buttons on it. Oh my god, this five, looks like that five gallons can. for minute. Is that the one you bought? It looks like that really terrible, maybe the worst gas can I've ever bought. Gas can. <laughs> does it have a flow vent button? Yes. That oh, one. Oh no, it's definitely not the same one I bought. Nope. That was the worst. It's can a knockoff. It's a knockoff. Yeah. Yeah, it flows five gallons per minute. So this through the fuel works can. Oh shit. Yeah, it definitely didn't have a vent. So this is a garage boss. Let me grab this here picture. That's a garage boss. Mm-hmm. See, it has the handle up top. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what's the flow on that? Like the flow rating? Five gallons in under a minute. What do you say? You should just, you're just spitballing this. Because I haven't timed it. So you need to time it. So I have no flow rate. Give it a time. It's fast. Fuelworks advertises it at five gallons a minute. Two times faster flow than our old spout. But maybe their old spout. Anything. Yeah, their old spout <laughs> suck balls is what it sounds like. You said Fuelworks has a flow rate? Yeah, they tell you on the website, it says one can flow at five gallons a minute. I bet that can has got to be, there's no way that it takes more than a minute to empty that thing. I'll check, I'll go home and check to see if, um, I'll go home and check to see if I can fit the whole five gallons in my mower. If I can, I will time it. Capacity. Because I don't have a... Uh, and I don't honestly know if like Fuel Wars is like the fastest. All I know is I've used one yeah, personally. Fast. And it's like, holy crap. Yeah. And that's what the thing is. Like when I... When I uh, the vent is actually slowing down flow on that on that uh, garage that garage boss. The thing is I punched a hole in the back and put one of the air vents in it. So, so on the website, garage boss press and pour gas can. Yes. Says can empty a five gallon can in under two minutes. In under two minutes. Until you put an event in the back like it should have. So you drill. But well, that's where the fuel works ones is in the back on it the has back one? corner. And then it's a push button. So it like it doesn't leak. You have to push two buttons. So you no, you just hold the thing up and push the flow button for the fast flow. Well, um, you don't want to feel like a generator at like super mega like yeah. So this one here, when I punched, I put that hole in the back. So I got the yellow five gallon one for mm-hmm. like kerosene. Yep. And, um, and I put it, I ordered a whole pack of those little, just for your standard vent. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, drilled it out, put that in there. And like I said, do that thing. 
I guarantee you, I will, I will literally, when I go to fill the mower up next time, cause I have one sitting there full and next time I go to, uh, fill yeah, the mower, stop, watch it. I will stop watching it. They say, cause I'll two bet minutes, you, cause I'll probably bet you it's under close. a minute. Dude, it's dumb fast. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, time that, to... that nozzle is probably five eighths or three quarters of an inch. And when you tip that thing up and you open that nozzle, it Letter is, it is literally a straight stream. unobstructed stream. I was just blown away at how well it flowed. I was like, wow, that's a lot of fuel. Like, this is stupid. Yes. That's why Dumb. I like them VP racing cans because it's literally as fucking right. the hose is what's holding it up, you know? Yeah. Just know, like, it's like, annoying I that they're not like they used to be. But I will say, I will say that can there, that garage boss with a proper vent in the back that you can seal, that garage boss flows better than any old style rubber hose can that I ever used. Like it's like literally unscrewing the cap and just you know dumping Dump it in there. Her yeah, letting her it's in. stupid. I will. I'll time it next time and see. But that's what I use. That garage boss is what I is the can that I bought, and that's what I was talking about last week. So I mean, are we are we at two hours yet? We're getting close. I was gonna say we got to be getting close on yep. it. So let's shut this thing down. Let's shut her. Down. Mike's like, I'm hungry. We we're oh, supposed yeah, to go I'm home getting, an hour ago. I'm getting you know, I was just, we just kept talking about like cars and money. I don't know, man. It just happened. <laughs> I'm not, I can't be mad about it. I was part of it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I was like, we're just sitting here having a conversation, just like we would anyway. That's what we do. Um, all right. So let's wrap this thing up. We did not talk about Mike's new battery. We could mention that real quick, I guess. Just a quick yeah, mention of it. So Mike did go get a new battery. The internet talks a lot of shit about Optima batteries, probably because they're one of the best. Um, I know that as soon as I said that, a lot of people probably cringed and uh, Optima <laughs> is full well aware that people say Optima suck. And actually, if you just type Optima batteries into Google, one of the first things you'll find is Optima's response to that. Yeah. And uh, it's actually it today. It's a good read. It's a very well-written article. I actually, um, I don't like to read all that much, but I actually went ahead and read the whole thing. Yeah. It's not that long. Maybe no. a maybe a 10 minute read maybe not even that i don't think i'm slow but yeah but it's yeah. a it's a good read um it is the moral of the story here is that i've had an optima uh it was a johnson controls optima i had it for eight years seven sounds eight years. It sounds to me like it doesn't matter yeah probably not from the article anyway it was just a good battery and yeah. um and i was debating you know what am i going to do Need was it battery. a red top or yellow top it was a red top red top uh had this red top since 2013 it just recently wouldn't hold a charge anymore like it would start the truck and then like a couple days later it'd be dead right no parasitic draw it's just the battery just old yeah and uh anyway i finally replaced it and i was like what do i do do i buy another optima even though they sold their company i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know so Looked moral up. stories i did i yeah. bought another sold, red top sold their company eight times right <laughs> it's probably still all the same guys making it in the same facility just well, the yeah, name on said, the building is different they said that 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 facility they're using down in mexico was what over over a decade? I don't really remember, to be honest. I, I read like, the whole article and I liked yeah. it, but I don't remember a whole lot about it. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty interesting to want to read that. I was like, well, and like I said, I haven't bought another one because of rumor. They're like, you know, oh, the new Optima suck. Well, I haven't bought one since 2000, like, fuck, three or four. That I was remember. the thing. Like, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, the old one's good, but the new one's. But yeah, yeah, you're, right. You're going to that thing. forever. And maybe that's the case. Yeah. And so, like, uh, I hadn't bought one since then, but, like, I had the one that I had, the red top I had, I had the Cutlass, and then I had the Mazda, and then it went into the Jeep, and then I think it stayed in the Jeep for a long time, and then it went into the Tahoe, and then that's when I sold it. It may have gone into a couple of Jeeps in between there somewhere, but um, I had that I had that battery for probably close to a decade. And I cannot even count how many times I killed that battery. Same. That was actually the next thing out of my mouth. Unbelievably. I would leave the dome light on. I'd go in and have three volts in it. I'm like, oh, this battery (laughs) is done. I'd charge it up. 
Yeah. And like literally for like another when six was, months, it would just start my truck every day. It's like, when wow. I was reading that article and it said that you can deep discharge it down to 1.25 volts. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Silly man. <laughs> that is, is silly. Dead. That is dead. Dead. Like all the cells are like, why God? Why? <laughs> like the, like it's like you hooked a fan up to it and just left the fan running until it just wouldn't turn. They're, um, they're good. Yeah. And that's, and that's it. So like I, uh, yeah, I had I had good luck with my Optima. I just haven't purchased another one. Uh, how much did it cost you? Uh, I got a deal. Did, well, where? I, we, we, so where did you buy it? From Toyota. Oh, you bought it from work? Yeah, from work. Oh, okay. That's why. Because so I just deal. got it from the distributor, and then I just got my little markup, and so I got a deal. Oh, okay. I paid so, less than retail. Do you know what retail is on them? On the red top these days? 50, 240, really? 250? Mm-hmm. So just too much for battery. I'll never pay two fifty for battery. Yeah, (laughs) see what you did there. Uh, So here's here. Just reading this article here while you're sitting here because I saw you posted earlier and I didn't read it. This paragraph I think explains it perfectly. It takes all the tech, all the bullshit, all the like internet, whatever. Uh And I think at least for me, this explains it. Okay, in this paragraph. And it starts off and says, we sell, we also see a lot of Optima batteries sold as new or sold being sold online and elsewhere that are described as new, but are anything but new batteries. They have authorized Optima dealers. And they say a lot of people are buying their Optima battery at a non-authorized dealer. And where you're going to see the problem with that is, and I'm not reading this like verbatim, but... Um, they've buy an, they essentially have purchased a used Optima battery. And it's not that it's used and quote unquote, like putting a car use. It's a didn't meet specific standards or wasn't um, how else they go about this damaged batteries from unauthorized retailers who have shipped an Optima battery in a box out proper protection. So it's, it can be damaged in transport. It can be, you know, the, all of these other issues that cause it to not be sold at an authorized Optima retailer, which is going to, Lessen the quality yep. of the product. So if you're buying this battery, the cheap because let's be honest, if you want to buy an Optima battery, you're going to want to buy it from the cheapest place you can find it, right. more likely than not, which is going to be one of these unauthorized retailers who's selling these batteries that who the fuck knows how long they've sat on the <laughs> shelf. Yeah, three years on the, the shelf. The authorized dealer is not selling you these. It's right. like, oh, somebody has a truckload of them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot of fucking batteries to buy from bob's battery outlet on the internet or whatever yep. that comes up as bob's the cheapest that's a good name um <laughs> but so that to me because if i was going to go buy an optima battery probably would go to the internet and find the cheapest one and be like an optima battery right. an optima battery is farmer fleet an authorized dealer they don't sell them anymore. Oh, they don't. Yeah, I think once they took on Die Hard, maybe they started selling the Die Hard Platinums because mm. that was my plan is literally walk across the street. Yeah. Um, plus, I had a Farmerly gift card laying around. I was like, oh, oh nice. that's cool. But then everyone in town was more expensive. And I was like, I just asked my parts manager, I'm like, can you just get one from Interstate and like just have them just bring it over here yeah. and just charge me for that? And they're like, yep. Oh, okay. No deal. They make like a daily shipment over here. So we'll just have them throw it on the truck. I'm like, okay. Cool. We're gonna need another one for the uh right <laughs> for the ninety one. And oh, yeah, another so one many, for the uh so many Optima batteries. <laughs> no, it makes sense in Snow Day because it's AGM, so like it doesn't yeah. it gets jostled. After reading the article and like 
stuff like that. I'm like, you know, I really should put one of those back in the Jeep. Honestly, it all started when I worked at Sears. We sold Optimus mm-hmm. and everyone's ranting and raving about them. And that's because it was back the, in the day when they were hot. All the research, hot. like they were, they were hot. They were hot. I started running one way back in the day. I've And I've just kept running them. Yep. Well, I don't see a problem with it. Do you got one in the 08? Nope. I yeah. put just a regular interstate. Just a in there. straight. Oh, an interstate? Yeah. yeah. Does Interstate make their own AGM? No. Like an Interstate brand AGM? Well, yeah, they have. That. Interstate mm. has an AGM battery because it's like, it's got a green fucking case to it. Because we would sure. buy what, them. What's, what's AGM stands for? Absorbed glass mat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we would buy them every once in a while for like rollers and shit that like jiggles and vibrates because yeah. that causes the plates oh to God. break. Can you imagine loose. a regular battery in a roll in a vibratory roller. Yeah, I've seen it. It's pretty. It doesn't last long. Six months tops. Oh, that's that's what it doesn't even. get used. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Just shakes the lead plates clean out of the battery. But the other thing I read during that article, which makes sense, is a normal battery tester is only going to read down to certain volts yes. on a cell before it deems the battery is a bad cell, uh-huh. which they said that's one of their highest causes of warranty on the battery yeah. is that your shitty battery tester or probably honestly, not even shitty battery tester is saying yeah. that a cell's bad when it just needs to be recharged from a lower state. When you spread that amperage out, it really doesn't take much to get below that certain cutoff. If they- so, if they stand behind their warranty, like that article makes it seem like they stand behind their warranty, I'm like, well, can't go wrong with this one. Nope. Like because reading that article, you're just like, oh, well, they'll just they'll just give you a new one. Like so, the as long as it's not like destroyed, as long as you didn't throw it out of the jeep and just roll it down the hill. Proper maintenance of yeah. your battery is a thing. Yeah. So if you leave your shit sit for a year and then go to start it, I don't give a fuck what battery you have. It's not going to work. Hi. So when you're lying, Steve. Right. <laughs> fuck, fuck this battery is a piece yeah. of shit. And you're like, well, it's it's not really the battery. Like, right. You need to invest in a maintainer of some sorts because it's preventative maintenance on a battery. It's no different than anything I else. need to invest in a solar panel to run my maintainer outside. Yeah, but a solar panel is fucking cheap as fuck. You've already got a maintainer. I could buy that NOCO. I could buy that NOCO that you got. That one does not work on AGM batteries, FYI. You got it a different version. So I could get get one of those that works uh, a maintainer. They do make one. It's just a different different model. Like the one I bought. uh, Two amp uh, maintainer that only needs a small, like 20 watt, you know, 50. You can pick up a nice 50 watt um, bendable, well, bendable, quote unquote. solar panel for like uh 70 bucks i think it was i was looking at for a 50 watt yep and like you could just literally slap that on the roof of whatever you got sitting outside and call it a day and literally yeah and just call it a day like they mentioned that in the article they're like yes some chargers aren't rated for agm they're like but if you're charging it we'd rather you charge it than not charge (laughs) it and think about it oh i'm sorry is my car's alternator rated for agm batteries no like, but that that charger works. So yes. like, why is it that like it this keeps battery the battery charges? Yeah, like, the alternator keeps the battery inside <laughs> that sweet range spot. It doesn't let it get low, yeah. and then therefore it's literally an AGM charger. It's good enough. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Just is there something special? There's not like something really special about AGM charging, is there? I guess uh, just I'm the, not sure. Or other than the fact that it can go lower, the AGM can go a little think, bit lower than I think that's what it is. Is you can, acid. you can pretty well discharge an AGM battery. Super and low. And if you put a fucking 12 volt battery charger on whoop ass on it, it's going to fuck some stuff up because it's not. It's too it's low. It's too low and you're oh. just harming the battery. I got you. Even if it charges it, you're still hurting that battery. Right. I know that there was a point that my the three volt setup that I had, yeah. like it was so low, I literally had to 
like jumper it to another battery because yes, I have a smart bring charger. This yeah. smart charger even charges AGM. It's like a digital AGM yeah. charger. And it was like error. And I was like, God damn it. So yeah. I just jumpered it to another battery and then connected the leads and then disconnected them and it charged it. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, I just had to trick you into thinking this oh, thing had like 10, 12 volts mm-hmm. to start to with. even start charging. Oh, nice. And then it was fine. That's funny. That's yeah, a good way to trick it. Do. I figured you like, <laughs> I figured you jumped it off of another battery and then charged the other battery and left it just kind of balancing nope no no you literally i literally just connected it long enough for it to read that voltage and as soon as i disconnected it it was like we good (laughs) could use a lipo a 3s lipo and just jumped it real quick (laughs) all it needs is to see that voltage that's funny (laughs) that's wild too that's pretty cool anyway that's our battery talk mike got a new battery and so now he's all good in snow day and now he can drive it whenever he wants hopefully it starts right up nice it hasn't started so fast in years (laughs) you're like oh my god it's a new starter (laughs) actually literally The alternator's been rebuilt. The battery, the battery cable, and the starter all have less than 100 miles on them. I mean, it's like literally everything is Mike's, new. Mike's starting dreams are, starting have dreams. come true. It ain't bad. See, you thought it was a battery cable the whole time. You thought it was a starter the whole time. It was just that the battery had no juice left in. The starter was, the was like, I'm out of here. I'm just give up. Dude, that battery would... You know that was hard on that starter. It, I'm sure it was. You know, low amperage trying to start a starter. You're trying to Dude, you know, it would use still a start it. That would be a... Yeah. Is this a big block? <laughs> no, it's a TBI 350. It would still start it though. Yeah, even yeah. very and it will, but then it'll, it'll burn that starter out faster. Didn't like it. Did not like it. So anyway, uh, let's wrap this thing up. We're getting long oh, in man, the we? tooth. It's nine. It's after nine o'clock oh on my Monday. My wife's mad. So um, thanks so much for joining us for episode eighty-seven. Check us out on uh youtube on instagram at total underscore off-road underscore podcast check out the trail riders page on facebook the total off-road podcast trail riders you can go check out that page and continue the conversation there check out www.totaloffroadpodcast.com and if you're interested in the patreon check your show notes all these links are in the show notes and go check out that any last words mike uh yeah actually yes sir rotate your tires Okay. You know how your rear wheel drive truck is starting to make some noise and kind of shake a little bit? Always. Those <coughs> front tires on the back. And guess what? Magic. It's gone. Are we going to cross rotate them? It doesn't matter. Move them straight front to back. Okay. Or cross rotate them. It doesn't matter. Okay. Literally get those front tires in the back. Okay. But if you have a front wheel drive car and you waited too long, Oof. sorry for you. When you do your rotate, it's going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> so just do it in a timely fashion and you'll be fine. Sounds like a plan rotate your tires and we'll catch you on the trail. 